0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW route prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this exciting episode of Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the political Superman, coming to you live from the foothills of the great Cherokee National Forest, where the roads are closed The tops are capped with snow, and the world is a beautiful place. So today, let's talk about milk cartons and cereal packets, and making $250,000 a year and being fired for stealing said milk cartons and cereal packets. A flight attendant with Delta Airlines who makes 250 macaroni's a year and is 79 years old has been with the company forget this 60 years.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Was fired this week when her co-workers claimed that she stole a milk carton and some cereal packets from the plane. Delta being the organization that it is, did a very thorough investigation and determined that she should be fired. Now, me personally, I think she was fired because she's 79 years old and makes $250,000 a year. Yep. And having dude. Having been somebody that just recently was fired for being white and Republican, I can relate to this lady. Okay? And she, the 79-year-old lady, has decided that she's going to fight this, and she has fired a lawsuit against the company. But and I hope she wins every penny. I you. I think Delta wanted. I think Delta wanted uh, rid of her because they can hire four flight attendants for what she's making. Yep. <coughs> so there's that.
0: But the fact is they'll only hire two and save the pocket the rest.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I understand a company needs to make money. I get it. And I get you should cut costs where costs need to be cut. However, obviously we know this lady ain't going to work too much longer. She's 79, 80 years old. Okay? And if she truly didn't do anything, she said the younger flight attendants were very much against her. Um and, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, so let's let's talk about some other news. And yes, I know everybody wants to talk about impeachment and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna talk about how they just guaranteed this week that Republicans are going to sweep yeah. uh, up in the November elections. Uh but mm-hmm there's some other stuff that's in the news that's kind of fallen to the wayside and so let's let's talk about those. First of all, let's talk about these morons who keep putting shit in these cops foods. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, in the
1: past week I've seen a dead rat in one cop's burger. Um a NYPD cop had a razor blade in his sandwich. Um I'm. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Y'all don't want the cops going postal. Okay. I mean, I'm just gonna tell you right now. When the cops decide they've had enough, it will be the public that suffers. And that's just that.
3: Just charge the people with aggravated battery and put them in jail for a little while.
0: You know, the root cause of this, though, is a lack of respect by young people for a a level of
1: authority. It's
0: been that way, and it has everything to do with how they're raised. Everything.
1: Well, I I think a good chunk
0: of it...
2: I think the
3: modern route they call it is the Michael Brown incident, when uh, when he was shot and killed because he was doing nothing wrong except for robbing and trying to grab the cops' gun. Ever since then, right. you had a you had a, a an influx of cop-related incidents. Be it in New York when you're throwing the buckets of water on the cops and the the mayor is applauding that,
2: or in cool. uh.
3: NFL play, NFL players with their hands up don't shoot in uh, for the Rams. So we've had this we've had this for year for decades really, but it's just come to a head in the last maybe ten years. And I want to thank Obama for this because this is part of his uh, administration we're talking about because the right, divider yeah. in chief the divider in chief decided that the that law enforcement the people that protect people. Are now public enemy number one and you see it in, the, in New York City you see it in Chicago you see it in every major city in this country and the, the, the police can't do anything except for just twiddle their thumbs and take it from their leaders which is ridiculous
1: well I see it as now now I'm gonna say something about Chicago okay now I had my doubts about this mayor in Chicago when she's first elected, Lightfoot. But I'm going to tell you, her first several moves as mayor, I'm quite impressed with. Um, as a employee of former employee of a major insurance company that dealt with the city of Chicago, I can tell you that their budget fights normally lasted into the next year well into February, March, and April. And this mayor's gotten a budget done long before it takes place. She was able to accomplish quite a few things in this budget, and she fired a corrupt police chief. She fired his ass and busted him down to a lieutenant, and he uh-huh. took retirement the next day. Good for her. Okay? She brought in a guy that has a a proven track record. Now, we'll see. But she pretty well put them on notice. She fired the police chief because he lied to her. Mm-mm. And from where I sit, and she put all the rest of them on notice too. So I think we, I, I think we'll see at least some turning of the page in city of Chicago, or she'll be terminated with extreme prejudice. We'll see. Okay. But you're right, and if you look at majorly Democratic-held areas, Nashville, Memphis, uh, Chicago, New York, this is where you see a great disdain and disrespect for the police. In Memphis, it's so bad that the residents of Memphis have demanded that the police department be disbanded. So I think that maybe the police department should go sit at the Metro Memphis city limits sign around the county and just stay there and let it be known that they're not going to do anything. See how quick the gangs and the, the troublemakers and everybody else comes out of the hiding.
4: Well, you start to have, you know, you'll have people bringing their own firearms to the party and, you know, taking care of it that way. Which is, well, you know, you're compounding the problem now. You know, but.
1: If the law enforcement in my town were to take a hiatus, there would be no increasing crime in this town. You know why um, there would be no increasing crime in this town? Because of, of all the guns. People. You're damn right. And because That's of right. all the people that know how to use them. And we've right. made it very clear on more than one occasion. Our cops here, I'm going to tell you, we we have some fine cops, okay? Now, we don't like them when they're handing out speeding tickets in town, but as far as our cops go, I'm going to tell you, we got some good cops. We had the first officer-involved shootings. We've had two recently, one where a guy was trying to break into his ex-wife's apartment to get to her with a gun, and two officers uh, shot his ass dead, and good for them, and then another one, uh, situation where an idiot pulled a knife on a cop and charged at him, and he discharged his firearm, also sending that young individual to meet his maker. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, in this town, we don't put up with that crap. In towns around us, we don't put up with that crap. We've got some metro, we have some big metro towns in this area.
0: Nobody should put
1: up with that crap. And so if you go to Knoxville, which is run by Republicans, you don't have these problems. I mean, you have big city problems, but you don't have people hating the cops. Um, But when you go into liberal areas, this is where you have it. And you've got people, okay, Trayvon Martin. I, I will use that case because, as everybody knows, that I've been against the Trayvon Martin family ever since day one. He deserved what he got, okay, He brought a knife to a gunfight, and he lost. That documentary that just came out is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. And as much as George Zimmerman is not my favorite person, I'm glad he's suing the shit out of him.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay? I would have sued him, too, because he was found not guilty, and he is that's actually me buddy um that was me Um. and no I won't anyway um having said that you know you cannot it's like it it, even goes back to OJ Simpson okay granted all of us on here probably think he's guilty okay yeah But a jury of his peers found him not guilty. So what in the the hell makes another jury think in a civil court that they can find him guilty of a crime? Okay? That ain't how our our system was set up. And just because these people were money hungry. And yes, (laughs) O.J. Simpson is rich. Okay? He moved to Florida. He blocked his assets. Great for him. Because personally, I don't think he ought to have to pay the Goldman family or the Brown family one damn dime. Not because I think. Yeah. That but ends. the
0: difference is, the difference is, in the criminal case, he was not; his attorneys would not allow him to testify. And Good. In a civil court case, they couldn't keep him. From that's not
2: They why, don't. Um, that's not
0: in why. In, the, in the civil case, he was forced to testify.
1: In in the criminal case. Not- when the criminal case was done, there should never have been a civil case. The only civil case that have ever should have come is if he'd have been found guilty. Then you go into a civil case to determine what the punitive damages are. The issue is, and this country has made a mistake with this, if you're found not guilty in a criminal court, you shouldn't have to pay punitive damages because the civil court says you should. Sorry. If you're found not guilty, you're not guilty, and you shouldn't have to pay those bastards a damn dime. You know how much money they've seen as a result of that case, a little over a million dollars, and that's from that stupid book uh what I would have done if I did it or whatever the hell the name was
4: if I did it. Um, okay. well, every time I think of that case, I think
0: of that white bronco running running from the police. Sorry, the I mean, only I, you know people that are innocent don't run
1: that's not true the president that is not true
2: that's not true. <laughs>
1: That that Listen, I don't think O.J. Simpson is innocent <laughs> for one minute. I don't think he killed him. I think he hired people to do it. I don't think he's innocent for one minute. Okay? But our justice system, which is supposed to be blind, found him not guilty. Another Because online, a glove
0: didn't fit his hand.
1: I mean, come on. Well, I'm sorry, but you know what? I, for whatever reason those 12 people chose to find him not guilty, they found him not guilty. I watched most of that trial as a teenager, and I'm going to. Yeah, I did you. too. I was sitting there. I was sitting there, and when they had him put that glove on, when they had and and Furman and the rest of them had testified, hey, this is the glove at the murder scene, and this is the glove we think the killer wore. When he and put the,
0: that DNA, glove on, the DNA, well, the DNA, that was supposedly planted. Come on.
1: Listen, the DNA if,
0: proved he was there.
1: It doesn't proved matter. He was there. DNA DNA was in its infancy at the time. People didn't understand it. It wasn't presented in a way. If this case <laughs> was redone today, he would probably be found guilty. Okay. Yep. But the truth is, he was not. And so, and, and I'm wrapping I'm wrapping this around to something else. So, you've got a criminal case where he's found not guilty. There should be no civil case after. Because, listen, the Goldman family and the Brown family, they weren't after justice. They were after money, okay? When he was found not guilty, they thought they were going to hurt his pocketbook. And the truth is, they didn't hurt his pocketbook. He moved all his assets to Florida, who has a shield law. And so all his money sitting in Florida. it goes to a bank in Florida. It's all through the state of Florida, even though he's in Nevada. And he's laughing his ass off all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah, and when we all get to heaven, and they realize that he did it, then we'll
1: all eat our words. No, see, I'm not. I, this that. Is why, I'm not going to eat my words I, because well, I didn't why, say he didn't do it. Okay,
0: but I disagree with you because I believe that if justice is not done in a criminal case because of what lawyers and and current laws that are on the books allow them to do with defendants by not putting them on the stand and they wanted to hear his side of it, and they got him on the stand in the civil case, and then he was found guilty. Why did that happen? Do you, did you watch the civil case?
1: I did watch the civil case. The civil case, and this is the thing, I don't care how the civil case went because the civil case never should have happened. They were... They, no, okay,
0: uh, and again, that's your opinion.
1: It's a fact. It's called double jeopardy. He was being tried for the same thing twice. Okay. And you can't do that in the United States. That's true in the
0: criminal in the criminal court.
1: Okay. The problem is you can't can try criminal criminally twice, You cannot. You cannot go after him. It doesn't matter to me whether it's civil, criminal, whatever court it's in. If you're found not guilty in one court, it's not the other. And I'm not arguing this to argue the O.J. Simpson case. I'm arguing this to go back to here we go to the Zimmerman and Martin case. So, you have a case where Zimmerman was found not guilty, okay? But this family, this Martin family, which, A, I wish they would actually post a picture of the kid at his actual age. I've noticed the one that they use when they're showing the Trayvon kid is of him much, much younger Than what he was when he got his head blown off? Yeah. Okay? And let's just call him what he is, a punk thug. A punk thug that met up with somebody that brought a gun to a knife fight. And this family creating this documentary, number one, this documentary is a bunch of bullshit. Had this been a white kid, this would never have been made a documentary, number one.
2: Wait, wait. Number two? Which
1: documentary are you talking about? The one that was just released on Netflix.
3: There's another documentary coming out also that it uh, it talks about the trial itself, and and one of the reasons why Zimmerman is suing because the prosecution and the family hired someone to play the girlfriend at the trial.
1: Yes, I'm aware of that.
3: Hmm. That's, yeah, there, that's, that's a documentary that, that, that just came out as, as well.
1: Well, I know that Zimmerman, he's not going to win no 100 million, but <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what <sighs> he's—he—he's uh, going to bring to light some shenanigans in that trial. Yeah. And there was some federal hands in that trial because there's a lot of people that wanted Zimmerman to be found guilty.
4: Oh yeah, Obama is one of them.
1: Okay. And, if I
4: had a son, if I had a son, he'd look like Favon. Well, if you had a
1: son, the Secret Service would have been protecting him, and he wouldn't have had to felt the need to go jack people's houses in a neighborhood he should have never been in to begin with.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so number one, it just it, it irritates me because you've got all these people. Okay, there's a case going on right now where a drug kingpin, and and everybody knows he's a drug kingpin, was found not guilty in a major trial. And he was not guilty of what he was accused of. But they thought because he's a, a drug kingpin that everybody would want to throw the screws to him. Well, so now this family has decided to file this big civil litigation trying to get you know money out of this guy because when the cops arrested him, They placed a hold of about $60 million. Okay. Now, again, I go back to if you're found not guilty in a criminal trial, you shouldn't get a second whack at somebody in a civil trial just because you want their money. I didn't like it with O.J. Simpson. I don't like it with Trayvon Martin's family suing Zimmerman because, you know, they sued him. I don't like that. I think that that's double jeopardy, and I think it's stupid. And that's being as nice as I can be about it. Well, unfortunately, the
0: courts see it differently. There are two two different court systems.
1: That's right. There are two different court systems, and they do that shit on purpose because this is the way. Sure, because
0: it's a money maker. Follow the money.
1: And it's not right. It's always
0: about the money.
1: Well, it's not right. I don't care who does it, and I don't care. No, it isn't
0: right because in every one of those cases, there was a life loss. There was a life loss. It's really okay. sad of all the lives lost in these in these scenarios.
1: And the thing is, though, you want if you want justice, you want it done through the criminal system. That's what it's for. Going after them for money doesn't bring the person back. No, it's
2: kind of, of like of it's kind her. of
0: like what I was just going to say. It's kind of like how the families feel when. You know, somebody's been uh, found guilty of murder, and they're sentenced to death, and the family goes to the, you know, to when they put them to death, and they come away from it. I've seen some of them um, have been interviewed, and they, they, you know, they say the same thing, that it didn't fix it. It didn't help them, because it doesn't bring the person back that they lost. So if we I wish that our society could spend more time on thinking about the lives lost and dealing with what happened in their lives that caused that to happen instead of worrying about seeking justice or money as the case may be.
1: Well, I agree, and I've gotten to the point that I, listen, our system's broken. We still have the best system in the world. I, I'm not disputing that. But we've got to change it. And nothing is more evident of needing to fix the system than what we're watching in Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is a
0: nice lie.
1: Now, Ugh. I have uh, – um, before you go with that
3: segue, I, I want to extend on what you were talking about with the segue <laughs> Did y'all hear the news today about what new things can cause cancer?
1: Oh, good Lord. What? Oh,
3: hair hair dye. If you use hair dye and you have a history of breast cancer in your family, you have a 9% more better risk of developing cancer because you dye your hair.
2: Oh,
4: God.
3: This was on most of the the major news networks today. And the only thing I could figure is, well, they got a bunch of lawyers in it that just came out of the woodwork saying, Oh yeah. Because
1: well I. going every woman We're we're gonna see, see a commercial on TV. Dye their hair? We're, we're I guess see I'm a in history. We're gonna see a commercial on T V. Have you <laughs> recently been diagnosed with cancer and used hair dye called yeah. oh, Sokolov Law? Uh, yeah, uh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the
0: roundup people. <laughs>
1: There has been a one billion dollar fund. The to set aside. Yeah. The has has your
0: team Yeah, I bet Claire all shaking in their, their boots.
2: boots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw what was it? The vaping things. Tennessee leads the nation's in the- <laughs> Okay. Well Tennessee <laughs> has uh-huh. Tennessee has really cracked down on the whole vaping business. Well, Tennessee came out and basically said, look, we're going after the vaping industry. It wasn't two days after that that what did I see on TV? Been affected by a vaping product? Mm. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call, you know, whatever the number was. I'm sitting there thinking, you know. Okay.
0: Yeah, we must have some hungry attorneys. That's all I can think.
1: I, I want you to, I
3: want to, to think about this. Okay, Vaping, vaping's been around for at least 10 years. I used to vape 10 years ago. Or before that. Anyway. anyway. That explains a lot about you. Over the la- over the. <laughs> la- <laughs> oh, thank you. No, actually, I was trying to quit smoking, so I vape to try to quit smoking.
1: Well, Good did for we you. You that's in quitting smoking.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, but, people, but let's uh, just uh, face uh, it, it I, wasn't
1: the vaping that did it. It was the medical emergency that did it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, I know people who've been vaping for years and either got off of cigarettes entirely or just got off of nicotine entirely. It doesn't, it wasn't up until the summer that this came out that, oh, vaping can kill you. Vaping, uh, so, so many kids were... Killed by vaping, popcorn lung, and all this crap. And yeah. then on page 87 of the New York Times, there's a little story at the bottom that says, Well, the CDC has discovered that the people who died or got lung injuries because they were vaping were vaping with THC, yeah. marijuana, which you didn't really hear in the news.
0: Uh-uh.
3: Then I came to this conclusion. What, Why would a state want to ban vaping? Well, because vaping isn't taxed and regulated like cigarettes are. You know how much money that state makes off of cigarettes? They don't make that same money off of vaping. So why not just ban the vaping? So we'll have them hooked on cigarettes, where cigarettes is a really big revenue builder for us, New York State. And say the hell with vaping. So here's my theory that the people who are wanting to crack down on vaping isn't because it's, it's harmful to the, your health it's because we can't tax it enough or we can't tax yeah. it like we'd like to tax it much like the reason marijuana is not illegal not legal uh-huh. in most areas and a few other things aren't legal in most areas because you can't tax it
4: uh-huh.
3: <clears throat> Trust well me, if I- the government if the governments can find a way to to tax prostitution and drugs efficiently, it'd be legal in all fifty states.
1: Well Mary Jane is, is working its way through and you know if you look at the if you look at California on the legalization of Mary Jane, that's a three billion dollar tax industry. And even with that industry bringing in the revenue that it's bringing in and it's bringing in quite a chunk of revenue california is still having problems
2: yeah
1: um but yeah that's, that
0: yeah that's because they're they're giving all the money away to the illegals that come in
4: no you got through health care through health care but that's it. no got no of, you're run
3: by a bunch of retarded monkeys that are throwing got, shit at got, the wall with sticks
4: you got a lot of politicians who are lining their pockets with that money. Yeah, that's that's exactly right.
0: And there you have it. The problem in Washington, the corruption is because of money and power, period. Because the love of money. It's not because of... Right, the love of money and power, period. Or greed, whatever, however you want to label it. All
1: right, so... Let's complete my segue, since I got totally interrupted with my segue, Bastard. No Kent, Louisiana. <laughs> um,
0: you were going into the inauguration or the, the uh, impeachment business. I,
1: actually, I'm not.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm going,
1: I'm going another direction before I go to the impeachment. I'm oh. going go to Har- I'm gonna go to Howard Stern. Oh, oh
0: God. Boy.
1: Hillary Clinton. I have no love for Howard Stern, none whatsoever. I listened Mm -hmm. to him one time when he was on TV, and he interviewed a woman, and all they talked about was giving head and what to do with stuff. Yeah, facts. Okay, and so I found absolutely zero interest in in this guy. But Democratic candidates have felt the need to go on his show. Now, he is on Cirrus XM, and Cirrus is listened to primarily by Republicans. Okay. Now, the channel that Howard Stern's program's on uh, and some of the other channels do tend to have a more liberal audience, but Hillary goes on to Howard Stern and is handed softballs the entire interview. And one of the things that Hillary completely lied about, and I can prove this, is about her lesbian tendencies with her housekeeper. Uh uh-huh. okay, I know for a fact that she's been playing Lickety split with her housekeeper for over twenty years.
0: Yeah. Right. that's, that's nice. nice
1: now, what
0: close
1: I'm just saying well, hopefully the they hopefully they take a bath beforehand, but you know
0: you Anyways. know i well, I didn't need the visual, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Well the fact that you visualized Hillary Clinton doing the work. That's wild. gross. <laughs> That's gross. Why do you that think says more,
0: I said that? That yeah, says really? more about
1: you. That says more about you than us.
0: <laughs> oh, give me a break. Anyway. So
1: So she does this interview.
0: I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead on that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, you
0: probably should. <laughs> You know me better than
1: that. Well, tell him the parade's at ten thirty. Anyway, so
0: nasty, nasty, nasty.
1: Get to go see the Budweiser Clydesdales in the morning. It's going to be an interesting wow. thing. I've seen them once before. I've seen them right after nine eleven, but uh, I want to go. I want to go see them again. Anyway, so she gives this interview. Now, political spectators that sit on the sidelines and flap their gums or like, well, you know, she's trying to remain relevant in politics. Hell no, she ain't. She just gave her 2020, I'm going to jump in the race speech. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah.
0: Well, so what? She, she can lose again.
1: Now, well, here's why this is important. So, <laughs> Kamala Harris, Went down in flames. Kamala Harris went down like... Uh, oh, Kamala Harris, my bad. Um like should on Willie? I usually say Kamala Harris went down like a nun at a priest convention. But by the Kamala way, Harris by the down. way, it,
0: it's Kamala.
1: I don't give a damn what it is. I call her whatever I <laughs> want. Anyway, so
2: her really campaign
1: call imploded. I'm um, really called. Elizabeth Warren's campaign has imploded. Cory Booker's campaign, well, it ain't going nowhere anywhere fast. Bernie Sanders. Well, they're
0: running has, out of other people's uh, money.
1: Bernie Sanders is kaput. Uh, so you have, and then Joe Biden yesterday. I think Joe Biden pretty well took care of himself yesterday.
2: Oh, I, heard uh, t- I heard the
1: little. I heard the little go around with this guy. Wasn't that and, and he calling him a liar. Yep. The guy oh, no. lie. the guy asked a question, and when I heard him say, "You're a liar, I was he said, like, "You're a Whoa. damn liar." I was like, "What like yeah. even if the voter is right, you do not call the voter a liar. I'm sorry, you mm-hmm. just don't okay and so i'm I'm watching all these candidates, okay, and the only candidate right now that's doing the smart thing is butt gauge." <laughs> And I'm just going to tell you, I don't want no 35-year-old, 37-year-old, however the hell old he is. Uh, he's a young fella, can't manage his own city, much less manage the country. Who do you think? I just call him Butt, Butt Gage.
4: Oh,
1: okay. That was a queer little bastard. Anyway, of so... Of course,
4: then you got Bloomberg.
1: I'm not worried about Bloomberg. Oh, Bloomberg's no. not a problem. He's probably going to be the nominee. <laughs> unless Hillary oh. jumps in. If Hillary jumps in it'll be Hillary's the nominee.
0: So you don't uh, think it'll be that dude that, that Obama's been oh no, I forget Obama. his name. Patrick. Yeah.
1: No, no. Um, it it will be it will be either Bloomberg or Clinton. Now Bloomberg's got his own set of problems because Bloomberg has been a Democrat and a Republican. Which means neither side's really going to trust him. Okay, and he's anti-gun, and I'm just going to tell you right now, anti-gun. The minute they start hitting him over the head with ads about being anti-gun, he loses all kinds of support.
2: Well,
0: you better check into Virginia then.
1: I'm not worried. And about their new
0: anymore. and their new bill.
1: I'm not worried about Virginia. Virginia Wait, I is going to try. Answer,
0: well, they're a completely Democrat-run uh, state now.
1: They are by one seat, and they're going to push through some stuff, and that's okay. Listen, anybody that's surprised about how Virginia goes shouldn't be. The majority mm. of the votes that come out of Virginia are on the east end of Virginia. What's on mm. the east end of Virginia? The District of Columbia. Every, <coughs> the big population centers in Virginia are in the eastern part and around The capital, so it's not you know it's not. People have known that, and Republicans are leaving Virginia. Republicans have been leaving Virginia for the past two cycles. They're migrating to North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia. Um, So again, not a not a surprise. The census this year is gonna. The census next year is gonna provide a lot of interesting information.
0: Yeah, sounds to me like these liberals come in and take
1: over the state, and then all the Republicans leave. Um. Well, Virginia's always been a flip-flop state. It's never. Yeah, been well, they're wrong. headed to
0: Texas, too, now, from California, you know.
1: Yeah, but Texas ain't, Texas ain't going to swap. Anybody that thinks Texas is anywhere close to swapping, they're crazy.
0: Oh, I don't think it's close.
1: It's not. You're not going to see – here's – it got often, and that's about it. Here's the thing with politics, okay? You have a person that comes along in a generation, okay? FDR came along. He changed the politics of the country, okay? As much as people may not have liked FDR, the truth is FDR was the right person for the job at that time. Without Mm -hmm. him, a lot of things would be different. Even his programs which he never intended. He was a progressive, but he never intended his programs to be forever living. Okay. Then the next generation comes along, you have a Kennedy. Okay, The Kennedy. And if Kennedy were alive today, he'd be a Republican. Mm-hmm. And simple as this, Kennedy was able to move the meter, and he was the right guy at the right time. Even though he was only there for a short time, he accomplished whatever purpose God put him there for. Okay? Then you, have Which was Ronald. to warn
0: us all, and we did not pay one lick of attention.
1: Then you have Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan comes along, and what does Ronald Reagan do? Ronald Reagan single-handedly changes the dynamic of the South forever. Yep. Okay? It was Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan set the stage for what is coming now. He set the, if you want to call it a red wall, he created a red wall against liberalism and Soviet, well, I say Soviet, let's not say Soviet, liberalism and communism. He set the wall. In 1980, he created that wall. In 1984, he solidified that wall for what was coming. Did he know it was coming? No. Did anybody know it was coming? No, God did. Then you bring a president along, George W. Bush. George W. Bush's sole purpose in office. His sole purpose. Okay? Remember, I worked for the guy. His sole purpose in office was nine eleven. Right. That was his sole purpose. Okay? No other purpose. That was his purpose. Okay? Then the country's like well, we need something different, we need something different. So God says, okay, well, be careful what you ask for, you just might get it. We got it in Obama. Mm -hmm. So we got eight years of this country trying to be torn apart at its very fabric of its existence, okay? Okay, well. Okay, so now what do we need?
0: It was the implementation of Alinsky tactics is what it was.
1: I think that the best, The best song Trump could have used because, listen, let's just face it. When we look at a president, we look for a president, we're not really looking for a Trump type person. We want somebody more polished. We want somebody. And one of the songs that Trump plays at his rallies is You Don't Always Get What You Want. And I never really could understand why he played that song. So I went and listened to the lyrics of it one day and read the lyrics, and it says you don't always get what you want, but you always get what you need. And this country needed a President Trump. Okay? Why did we need a President Trump? We needed somebody who was going to take a New York style of business and go after the people that are our enemies. Okay? Russia. China. North Korea. Stand up to these people and say, you know what, enough is enough. He's doing it. Now, The best thing that I've seen this week, the whole uh, last two weeks, okay? So now we're going to segue into this whole stupidity going on in Washington. The best thing I've seen the past two weeks is I have seen the Republicans line up nearly 100% behind the president.
4: That's right.
1: Okay?
4: Now, what
1: what does that say to me? Well, let me tell you what that says to me. That says to me that the Republicans, the RNC's been polling the hell out of the country okay? they've got this little polling company out of kentucky working twenty four hours a day seven days a week and they are running some of the best polling data i have seen since the los angeles group that ran the polling in two thousand sixteen these guys are down to i was looking at the internals of about eight of their polls this week and man in the areas that they're polling they are within one percentage point of how the makeup is of these districts. Democrat districts, Republican districts, they don't care. All of the 494 districts they've been polling in. In the House, let me tell y'all something. Democrats are in trouble. Okay? Because even Democrats, Democrat voters, okay, your more liberal voters are all for this. But your center of the road right-leaning Democrats are not for this at all. And they've basically said that anybody that keeps supporting this, they're going to vote out of office.
2: Wow.
1: Now, Nancy Pelosi comes out yesterday, and she's like, we're going to draft up articles of impeachment. On what? Okay. Well, let's draft them up. So you tell me what it is he's done. Abuse of power.
0: She said Russia. On that town hall last night.
1: <laughs> well, they're they're going back to the Russia probe, which has already been proved to be a no brainer. So what is the Senate gonna do? The House is listen, I don't even think the House is a foregone conclusion right now. She's good at counting votes, but I got news for you. There are thirty five Democrats that are in Republican districts and the RNC has started hitting them hard in their districts. I mean they're spending millions. Getting these guys, boom, 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 boom. And Democrats are not raising money, okay? I'm just telling you right now, they are not. No, They're, they in the They're in the red all the way across the board. They're in the red in every state except California and New York, okay? Their poll numbers state by state are atrocious.
0: That's why they want to get rid of the elect- electoral college.
1: Okay, well, they're never going to listen. The Electoral College will never go away. Uh,
0: no, I know. I get Everybody it. I understand
1: that. It is never. <laughs> it, it is never going away because the flyover states would never agree to it, and you've got to have those flyover states to get it. And the Midwest, oh. there's enough states in the Midwest to block it. Okay?
0: They'll get a convention of states before that happens.
1: No, they'll, they'll we'll Well, a convention, do that. Of states, convention of states is bad. Anybody that listen you all need to no no,
0: I'm not here. arguing that I just think that you all are in in a, in a sort of a sense thinking that it, this is all still just political, and I've got news for you there are people constantly talking about going to war, and I well, mean violent
1: war this is and and I know what you're talking about I've heard things, well, I know there. I know there are people drilling for it. I know there are people, you know, but let me explain this, and I want everybody to understand this as clear as day. If an uprising happens in this country, they would better damn well make sure that they can handle it because the federal government, the United States military, will protect the institution of the Constitution. They will protect it. That is their job. They will do it. Okay? I'm going to tell you.
0: Well, I hope so. You know, liberty is at stake, though, here, and I think that well, a lot of people are not seeing that. We're
1: not We're not at a place where we need to pick up arms. We're not. We're at a place where we need to go to the ballot box. We're at a place where we need to, and, and I've been preaching this for years. Anybody that's ever listened to this program, especially around election time, you're going to hear me say, you know, get out there and educate the voters. Well, let me a- just
0: put it to you this way. I think that if Trump is is reelected, there will be uprisings. And I think that if Trump is not allowed to be – if he's impeached and removed, which well, I not mean I understand that's like a needle in a haystack. But if if something crazy were to happen and and that happened and people could not vote for him again – there will be a massive uprising.
1: Let me let me just go ahead and tell you that if they don't wrangle those 35 Democrats, he will be impeached. I want everybody to understand. He will be in history as being the third president impeached. going to happen. Okay? Yeah, but the, the
0: key is not the impeachment. It's the removal.
1: The key is the removal. And I'm going to tell you, there is not a Republican Senator 1. Even Mitt Romney will not vote to impeach him. Okay. If Mitt Romney is stupid enough to do that, a Utah will send his ass packing. Yep. Okay? You all need to understand. The Senate the Senate's got two options. The Senate can either dismiss it outright, which I hope they don't. No. I He's hope still. it goes to trial.
0: I don't and know I, if President Trump would want him to do that.
1: <laughs> it's it's not up to President Trump. It's I, know,
0: it's I know. Actually I'm know. just saying, I don't think he would want them to do that because he's been talking about wanting to get in front of the Senate.
1: It's actually up to the vice president. The vice president makes that call.
0: And you don't think he's going to do what Mr. Trump wants him to do? Uh,
1: president Trump, and uh, he don't have to. If I'm Pence, I look at, and if I'm Trump, I look at what's best for the country. What What's the best thing? Do we go to a Senate trial? Listen, Monday is going to be a bellwether day. Nice. Monday Monday's a big day in all this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, but do you think it's going to be a bit
1: I, – I, I'm still trying to
0: kind of hold on to my hat thinking that, I think the only you know, person that's seen out with somebody low level that is not going to mean squat to anybody. Oh, I don't
1: think so. I don't think so because – because I'm going to tell you right now, Bill Barr has seen this report, or Bob Barr, whatever the hell you want to call him. They've seen this. He's seen this report, yeah. And he's he's clamped down at the Justice Department. He's told them, "Shut your mouths and let Horowitz release the report." Mm-hmm. The report is bad, okay. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you how we know it's bad, because every news network except Fox has been downplaying it, downplaying it, downplaying it. Okay. Yeah. They know it's bad. They know it's going to name Stroke, it's going to name Page, it's going to name Comey. Listen, there there are a lot of people McCabe, in, Washington or, um, in Washington. McCabe. McCabe. There's Vernon. a lot of people in Washington that on Monday better get lawyers. Yeah. Okay? Because if you think the current attorney general is screwing around, I knew him from the Reagan days, and I'm telling you right now, he ain't screwing around.
0: Yeah, I know. But I hear Democrats saying constantly that Bill Barr is in Trump's back pocket. Oh no they,
1: he's not. They say that. Well, but that's they what want, they're saying, Barb. Well, I don't they care. Say, here's why they say that. They say that because they want to diminish who he is. I got news Well uh,
0: obviously.
1: He's never been in anybody's pocket. He wasn't in Reagan's pocket. He is to the letter of the law. Okay? He's I
0: agree. Kidding. And I'm not saying that he is. I'm simply and,
1: saying this is gonna I'm, be the pushback
0: from them.
1: I'm also going to get, well, it doesn't matter, let them push back. That just means, listen, if you have facts, shout facts. If you don't, pound the table and yell. And that's what they're doing. They're pounding the table and yelling. And this is the thing, okay? I've been in politics over 20 years. I've been doing this. Over 20 years I've done this, okay? And I'm going to tell you what I see. This is the same pattern that repeats itself in every cycle. Everybody thinks the voter is stupid. And as a political strategist, I treat the voter as if they're stupid in an election year because that's what I'm paid to do. However, however, let's look at the numbers during the, let's look at Nielsen's during this week's impeachment hearing. Anybody want to know the most watched network?
4: Uh,
1: it was Fox. Fox. Fox by two to one, beat everybody else out combined. It was awful. Okay, so what does that tell you? That tells you that the Democrats aren't watching. That tells you that independents aren't watching. They don't care. Republicans and moderates, moderate, right-leaning Democrats, they're watching, <coughs> okay, and they're watching Fox. So what does that tell you? That tells you that they think this is a sham. Most independent voters think this is a sham. Most moderate Democrats think this is a sham. All That's because they've seen
0: the Biden video.
1: <laughs> all of the Republicans it is a think sham. It's a sham. Okay? They all think it's a sham. If you look at the presidential candidates that are running for president, none of them are at the top of the list. Do you all want to know who the number one Democrat for president is? Michelle, Mabel Obama. Yeah.
0: And I don't get that, because I don't think she – she, she, you know what? The only thing she did was a failed lunch program. Sorry, that's not presidential material.
4: No,
2: they I want – no.
4: The, the reason why they want her to run is because they want him back in the White House.
1: Yeah, well, okay. that ain't going to work. The Democrats – still- listen, if, if they put her on the ticket, Trump will eviscerate her. Mm, yep. Okay. Listen, the the matchup I'd like to see, the best matchup possible for me, would be Bloomberg running for president, Hillary Clinton for vice president, be his running mate. That would be a great matchup. <laughs> he'll, never, he'll never take like Bunch that. That's old white folks.
0: Yeah, that's what the Democrat Party wants. <laughs>
1: well, the Democrat I, – I, I Go ahead, Mark.
3: I have the campaign ad: Trump stands next to his wall with a big gulp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and if you elect, you're going to
3: have both of these. If you elect the other guy, he's going to stand on the wall and stand with big
1: gulp. <laughs> so what you do is you take you take Hillary, put her take President Reagan's podium, take out President Reagan, put it. Put it, it superimposed the wall at the southern border behind her and put mm-hmm. Mr. President, tear down this wall.
2: <laughs> but oh, listen, in, in,
1: in all seriousness, in all seriousness, the Democrats handed President Trump a second term this week.
4: Oh, yeah, they did.
1: Okay, yeah. and how they don't see this or how they don't, Pelosi sees oh, it. I think Pelosi knows. But oh, Pelosi's yeah. boxed in.
0: She looks know. like she's had a stroke. Did you? Did any? Is it just me, or did anybody else notice yesterday during yeah. her news conference how the left side of her face is is and right in her mouth area is drooping
1: Bad Well, news. the well, rumor uh, mill. Well, the rumor it. mill has it that um, they they want to hold a vote of no confidence behind closed doors of her speakership.
2: Well, well,
1: but Lord, let, let me.
2: Well, let me tell. Ta-
1: let me tell you something. I heard. I heard that there is a coalition of Democrats and Republicans that would like to vote for Newt Gingrich as Speaker.
4: I knew that was coming. I heard. I've had a I don't see happening though.
1: No. I don't know because you know, in the in the rules, the Speaker of the House doesn't have to be elected.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, but I don't see enough
3: Democrats voting. They only need Cambridge.
1: They only need thirty five. I I see Kevin
4: McCarthy being the next
1: speaker. Hell, they don't even need thirty five. Kevin But Kevin Kevin McCarthy McCarthy can't. He would not be a good speaker.
0: Why not? Well, first of all, we don't have the majority in the house.
1: Oh, that doesn't make if no they, they
0: if, if Pelosi is asked to step down, they'll have to put another Democrat in its inner place one
4: thing no, I'm no. Saying when we take no.
1: with having the majority no, if you can get Democrats to defect and vote for a different person, yeah you can get a Republican in there
0: <laughs> well, then Kevin McCarthy ought to get it
1: and it, it has happened no. by the way, Kevin McCarthy wouldn't get well, good. Do you think her
0: health, though, is is failing? Because I do. She looks awful. I
1: I think that you've got – I think you have a problem if you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat strategist, number one, I would not want to be on the Democrat side. My buddy that uh, works in Democrat politics, Jackie, um, we've had a conversation. And Jackie tells me that this is not the election cycle to be a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And Jackie tells me that she sees the Democrats losing between fifty and sixty seats. Wow! If they continue this push.
4: What about the Senate?
1: Now, the Senate. I mean, the Senate's going to hold. There's not enough. Um, there's not enough that would flip flop. As a matter of fact, Republicans may pick up a couple of seats.
4: That's what I mean. I mean, we've got to have a majority.
1: Here's what happens. We've got, we need three more seats to have a filibuster-proof House, or a Senate. Right. Okay? If, and this has been done before, but voters may very well give President Trump both chambers. If they do, and they give them the 60-vote majority that they need, and it's been done, then we're going to see the wall get completed. Yeah. Which, by the way, most people don't know the wall's already being built. Yeah. You know, the wall's being yeah, built. Yeah, has been built. Miles already built. Yeah, they just finished quite a bit of it. Also, look at what Mexico has done at the border. You don't hear this, but look at what Trump and Mexico has done down at the border about squashing the, squashing the, the comeovers. It's dropped exponentially since Mexico. Trump told Mexico, "Look, get on board, or we're going to kick your ass." Uh-huh. Okay. Now listen. When when we started ragtag patriots years ago, well, it feels like years ago now. Uh, uh-huh. When we started ragtag patriots, none of us were really big Trump fans. Okay. And I got. I have no. To- I definitely wasn't. <laughs> we know. Cruise crew. Cruise crew. You know. <laughs> so. But if you look back, if you look back at what has happened since day one till now, do you think that Republicans feel they made a mistake in voting for Trump? No, I don't.
0: Absolutely not.
1: I as opposed to Hillary? No, I'm saying as opposed to a Ted Cruz or opposed to, you know, whoever no no. I I don't think we'd be going through
0: this if we had a President Cruz.
1: We wouldn't be going through this, but would we have would we have gotten accomplished what we've gotten accomplished?
4: I don't think so.
1: I think we'd be in a quagmire. Mm-hmm. If if you can consider this not a quagmire, even this is an issue. But I think this and remember when when they went after Andrew Johnson. When they went after Andrew Johnson, um, and I'm partial to Andrew Johnson. He's from my hometown. And, uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but every year, if you ever come to my little town and go to the Andrew Johnson uh, homestead, his home, well, all three of his homes still sit here. And inside of the visitor center, his tailor shop is when people come to my town and visit, they call me up. I take them on a tour of the town and show them uh, the cannonballs from the Civil War that are still in the sides of the churches. Um, And, yes, there are still cannonballs, live cannonballs, still sitting in the sides of these churches. Uh, There are uh, graveyards here. There's all kinds of neat little historical stuff here in my hometown. Well, I take them into the tailor shop. And I don't say anything. I just I just take them in there. Well, they've got these little uh, loudspeakers in there that you hear scissors cutting, and you hear cloth being moved around, and you hear. And they're like, "What the hell is there a ghost in here?"
2: Uh-huh.
1: And because if you don't know that those speakers are there, you're like, "What the hell?" Because you hear the cutting of the fabric and the stuff in this tailor shop. And they built they built this building they built a visitor center around the tailor shop because the tailor shop was it was made of wood. It was I mean, it's the original stuff. And so they rebuilt it. Any of you know of the lost state of Franklin? Any of y'all ever heard of the lost state of Franklin? Well, sure. the Capitol, or what was known as the White House yes, for is. a short period of time, also sits <clears throat> here. And unfortunately, I don't know why they don't protect. It's not preserved. It's open. You can just roll right up in there. Um, but it sits here, all kinds of history here. But anyway, so Andrew Johnson at the at the Andrew Johnson Visitor Center, they ask people to vote whether to impeach and They lay out the whole story, the documents, everything that, that transpired. It's all laid out in this visitor center. And after you've went through it, you can make the determination, do you vote to impeach or vote to keep? And it's always very lopsided, oh. voting to keep. But... Uh, it's pretty neat. They count them at the first of every year, and it's a big news story. But when they went after, when the Republicans, it was actually the Republicans of the time that went after, well, not Republicans, it was actually Democrats, too. But uh, Johnson was a Democrat, a Southern Democrat. You know, Lincoln was a Whig or a Republican. And Johnson, uh, Johnson was not a huge fan or not a huge supporter of the South. he's from the south but you know our area our area did not um, Tennessee was kind of interesting because it was the last state to secede and the first state to be readmitted to the union Uh and the northeastern part of Tennessee was very pro-union so this area where I'm at was very pro-union and Andrew Johnson pro-union so he was not a huge sympathizer with the Confederate South. But he had made a promise to Abraham Lincoln to follow through with his plan, and so he was doing that, which pissed off the Republicans, the Rockefeller Republicans, <laughs> and the, the Northern Republicans, and it pissed off because they didn't feel like they were getting a huge shake. It pissed off some of the Democrats uh, around the border state. So the impeachment happens. Well, what it did is it drew out the people that were very anti-union, people that, that didn't want to see the whole union survive and wanted to see basically the South squashed. Well, as you may know, Johnson got 66 votes to impeach or to expel, so he was saved by one vote. Well, then you fast forward to the next impeachment hearing. Um, Ronald Reagan had articles of impeachment drawn up against him
2: <laughs>
1: because of Grenada. Well, most people don't know that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I wasn't aware of that.
1: He sure was. And basically, he it was laughed out of both chambers because Tip O'Neill, who was friends with President Reagan, would never have allowed that to happen. But articles of impeachment were drawn up because there were a bunch of people not happy about Grenada. But if you today talk to Grenada, Grenada will tell you Ronald Reagan is the freedom man. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, Great Britain gave them their independence and then they were stormed by uh, communists and and Marxists and Reagan wouldn't have none of that. So you go there, well then, come along, Bill Clinton. Now, I'm just going to tell you, And there's going to be a lot of people that are not happy with what I'm about to say, but that's okay. And Clinton's impeachment was just as political as Trump's impeachment is today.
0: Now that's weird because I I heard that he was indicted by like he was convicted of like twelve different
4: crimes.
1: He was not. He was not. No. Oh, he was not. He was charged with lying to investigators and obstruction of justice. Okay. And what got him in trouble? I'm just going to tell you what got him in trouble, sticking his damn finger in the camera at 60 minutes and saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Ms. It depends Michael.
2: on what is,
0: is.
1: Which we all knew. We all knew he was lying.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, but well, on the flip side of that, and my argument has always been that we should never legislate the bedroom. Okay. Right. Now there are those, and and yes, some of this happened. Yeah, in the but Oval, you, you, but we and, do
0: legislate the Oval
1: Office. And where my problem was, and this was my problem, is he was getting slob-nob from somebody that was not his wife in the Oval. Right. Okay. Now, my wife's not on here, so I can say this, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, she'd be wanting to hobnob in the Oval. Just saying. No. <laughs> Shame on you. She's asleep, so Barbara, do not text her and wake her up. No, seriously, she doesn't sleep well, and so when she does sleep, I'll make sure everybody leaves her alone. But um, anyway, so, oh, by the way, Barbara, I have learned now that you can FaceTime more more than one person on FaceTime now.
4: I didn't know that.
1: I didn't either. I have this wonderful new iPhone 11 Pro Max, Thanks to my honey. And uh, boy is it nice.
4: <laughs>
1: it is sweet.
4: But you can't do it on the iPhone eight.
1: I actually I don't know. If you've got the newest update next time the you're iPhone. on Face next time you're on FaceTime we'll test it. Next time okay. I FaceTime you will test it.
2: Okay.
1: Mark, you still got your iPhone. Yeah. Mark. I think he uh, went to sleep.
0: Well, hey, Mark.
1: Yeah. We'll we'll test Probably. it. Barbara said she's never seen an Asian, so we'll bring you on so she can see an Asian.
2: <laughs> By the way, for
1: those of you that have not seen Mark, he does look Asian. If his eyes were a little more slanted, he'd be asking if we want guy can poo on our food. Anyway,
3: they got a picture of me in the chat. <laughs> guy can poo. Yeah. No, I. It's just, a painting I just, of me just, in the chat, but it's a picture of me in the chat.
1: I, I know a picture of you, but you do I look Asian.
2: Thought... Uh,
1: Asian okay. either that or as I, I as I say to my little granddaughter, you're my little brownie. <laughs>
2: oh God! I was thinking Ooh. today. Speaking of coming, which, uh, a speaking which
1: a I don't know if you guys wait. have seen my little granddaughter. Hold on a second. Wait. I will.
4: Oh.
1: I will throw a picture of her in the chat room.
4: I was thinking today. When they were running clips of um, Congressman Al Green, not the singer, but the asshole, um, excuse me. Um, <laughs> He's still in. Al- Don't hold back, Barbara. Tell us how you really feel. We, 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 uh, we can impeach him as many times as we want, by God, yeah. Yeah, I heard that, too. Good well, Lord. am I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Al Green, Al Green is is
3: divulging the whole playbook for the Democrat Party. Yes. Because he said a few yep. months ago, we, we have to impeach the president or he's going to get reelected. Now he's saying we can impeach him at the time that we want. So 2021, <laughs> we're going to impeach him. Yeah. 2022,
2: we're going to impeach him. 2023, go on impeach
3: him. 2025, <laughs> we're going to impeach him just to impeach
1: him.
2: I think, well, if if the public
1: if the public thinks for one second that they're going to keep these shenanigans up, I'm going to tell you, Newt Gingrich has been all over TV warning them, "Hey, yeah. this is what's going to happen to you if you keep on." Because mm-hmm. look like what happened to him.
4: Well, they don't care. They don't care. All they want is Trump gone. That's it. Not But, but, but what thinking, they're gonna... looking at But looking at Al green today, I'm thinking, my god, we just found the missing link.
1: But if you think <laughs> about it, let let me let me give you all something to think about here. In their zeal to get rid of President Trump, they're going to guarantee he's reelected number 1. People, oh, yeah. Number 2, they're going to lose their own power to be a check to the president. And number three, everybody's forgetting about the Supreme Court.
4: Right. Yep.
1: Okay. Because the Supremes, the Supremes have a little to play here, and I'm going to tell you something. As much as you guys may not like Sotomayor or the other one, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You mean
0: Darth Vader Ginsburg?
1: No, Kagan. No. Kagan. <laughs> Kagan. <laughs> Kagan. <laughs> Those two justices, as much as as much as they're got a liberal tint to them, I've I've followed some of their rulings. I'm going to tell you, I like most of their rulings.
0: Yeah, they're pretty fair.
1: Okay,
0: I think that we have a good court right now. I really do. We
1: we do, do you, and and I got news for y'all. Toe Tag probably ain't going to make it much longer. She's really sick, and her cancer's back. Did
4: you think? Okay. Did you see how today she came out and blocked? Um, the lower court from releasing his tax credit. yeah, I thought yeah. what the hell? Yeah,
0: he they didn't let the do bank uh give release um his uh, Trump's financial records.
1: She blocked him right. from releasing them. Yeah, right. <laughs> was it TOTAG Was it tag that did it?
0: Yep, yeah. it was TOTAG. because she heads up then, a committee that that handles the financial dealings.
1: Then that I handles that. That tells me that the court is most likely not going to allow them to do that. Yeah. That means that if the Supremes take up that case,
0: yeah, they just put a stay on it for a couple of days. I think that they're supposed yeah. to
1: to reevaluate it, like
0: by the twelfth or something day. like that. So, right. I don't, I don't think days. they're going to
1: let it happen. I don't think they're going to if, maybe if not. She, if she, she stayed state it, it, if she stayed it, that most likely means she either got the order from the chief justice to stay it. Yeah. or, uh, listen, as much as I don't like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she is for the rule of law, okay? Now, yeah. sometimes she legislates it, but... Yeah.
0: Well, she and Scalia were close, too, which, which and you know,
1: a little bit of him may have rubbed off on her. People <laughs> find that interesting, but the Supremes are a close-knit bunch, and I'm going to tell you right now, um, she wanted... Um, Oh, shit. Kavanaugh. She wanted Kavanaugh on the bench. Oh, I'm really? sure she did. She did. She uh, Now, the court generally stays out of those type of things. But, you know, anyway, toe-tag's probably not going to make it much longer, which means Trump's going to get another Supreme Court nominee. Now, I'm going to tell you, if he gets one more, and he may actually get two, if he serves, if he serves another term, if he gets another term, he's going to get to put Kennedy's replacement. <coughs> he, if he gets another term, he's going to get to replace Ginsburg, Thomas, Kennedy. Yeah, Thomas wants to resign. Okay. Thomas yeah. announced his retirement. Yeah. yeah, but he won't retire yet. He wants to wait and see who's gonna be on the court, who's gonna be in the White House. Well, he hasn't announced his retirement. The bottom
0: line is, is that I think that this whole inauguration, or this whole impeachment thing, once it gets to the Senate, um, you know, the the thing is, the reason, and they had it on Fox today that once again they've pivoted, and they pivoted to Putin and it was via Nancy Pelosi as of mm-hmm. last night's broadcast on the, on the town on the, the town hall she did on CNN I think it was so the bottom line is is that they're pivoting because they know that if they put that thing if they put the whole telephone call and this, this crazy shift hearing and all that stuff into the Senate It's going to be dismissed. They have to dismiss it. Because the bottom line is, is that it is constitutional responsibility. In fact, the the number in the Constitution was cited today online, that the president's responsibility is to guarantee that there is not a, a ton of corruption going on when we release aid. And it is their job. To make sure of that before the aid is released, so he did his job.
4: The Democrats know that Policy knows that.
0: Well, then I, I don't know where in the hell she came up with Schiff doing what he's doing.
4: When she not around yesterday and goes after James Rosen and says, "I don't hate the president. I got a bridge oh, yeah. to show oh yeah, I pray, I pray for the president. My ass,
1: you pray for the president. You pray God <laughs> that he'll
4: die. Yeah. Okay, so he's Catholic unless it
3: comes
1: to abortion. Yeah. A
4: Catholic.
1: Okay, so the Supremes have been busy today. Mm-hmm. The Supremes have blocked the president's request to resume federal executions. Really? Yeah. It's a temporary block. I don't know why they blocked it. I didn't see. Uh, let me find out real quick.
4: Also, die. this was breaking
1: earlier. This was breaking earlier.
3: The uh, person that Trump picked to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg as uh, Supreme Justice uh, has been accused by multiple people of sexual harassment in college.
4: And who is that?
0: Oh, boy, here we go again. Oh, no. Wait, see, no. No, no. No, no. The
3: person hasn't been teached yet. I'm just saying that, it, that the, the person's one. classmates are already... The next one. The person's classmates have already come forward with sexual harassment charges.
4: You don't know who it is yet. Even though,
3: though the person isn't named?
2: No,
4: no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, oh, shit.
1: Name?
4: Diane Fields. What?
1: Alito, Kavanaugh, and Gorsuch wrote that they expected the Trump administration to prevail in the Supreme Court. The court has expressed the hope that the Court of Appeals will proceed with appropriate dispatch. So here's why they blocked it. They blocked it to send it back to the District of Columbia Court. So sure, that... Sure. so that And they have 60 days to decide the case, or the Supremes will pick it up. Um they have a, they have they have four executions scheduled, and the people that they want to One of them, uh, he murdered and dismembered a sixteen-year-old girl and murdered an eighty-year-old woman. Another one beat, tortured, and molested a two-year-old daughter. Uh, one killed five people, including two children. And they, listen, there's a stack of death penalty cases, especially at Supermax, that they want to get done. Mm. There's a bunch of them. Wait, wait.
4: These banks
3: are living man. off of my tax dollars?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're at Supermax, buddy. They need to yeah. send them on down to Terre Haute, Indiana, and fire up old Sparky.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Just shoot them in the cell. Yeah, shoot them in the right cell down. and holds hold it out after. That's what I say. Just
1: blow their ass away and be done. Yeah, we, as long decide. as they're guilty. We, as as long as they're guilty. One of the things that, and you know, I don't want to get into a death penalty thing right now. As a as a conservative, as a law-abiding person, I have always been very pro-death penalty. I've been very pro-law enforcement, very pro-justice system. Until I walked through the justice system. When yeah, I it can fail that, for sure. When I walked through the justice system okay, and I realized, A, that I spent $33,000 defending myself, so much so that I was broke, the system broke me to where I finally had to take a deal because I had no more money to fight. Matter of fact, it would have cost me less money just to plead guilty and pay back $27,000 than the 33000 I paid out. Okay, and the thing is, I committed no crime. But in the eyes of the law, you know, they don't care. It's all about those greenbacks. Well, then I got to looking at a lot of cases that people have went back and looked at from 1980 backwards where all of these people were imprisoned based on faulty testimony. The the prosecutors were hiding Evidence from defense attorneys. Defense attorneys didn't have access to this. And all these people on death row are beginning to be exonerated based on DNA testing. Whew. Okay, one guy or two guys served 36 years.
0: Oh, I remember day. when they when they let two guys out after just being a couple serving of weeks all ago. those years. Yeah, oh. just a couple of weeks ago. Well, it happened okay. several years ago, too.
1: Two guys were just released after thir- serving 36 years on death row for a yep. crime that that they have, you know, loudly said, look, we didn't do, we were nowhere near it. Well, as they were cleaning out offices, they found all this information that had been hid by the prosecutor. Wow. Okay? And, you know, the rule is that you get a million dollars for every year that you've been in prison. If you sue, and I hope these guys sue, and I hope they get 36000000 million tax-free money. They shouldn't have to
2: sue
0: to get it. They should automatically
1: get it. I hope they get 36000000 million tax-free money, and I hope they go out and buy the best of everything and have a great rest of their life because the majority of their life was spent in an 8 by 10 sale. Yeah. And here's my only thing. I think that we have to really, really be certain. And what
0: if they put them to death?
1: And that's my point. That That is exactly what I'm going to. If we're yep. going to have the death penalty, we need to have a lot of checks and balances. And as much as it takes forever for the appeal process to go through, one of the things that I don't like in the appeal process is that the appellate court is only allowed to review what's already in the record. They can't take um, into account new information.
0: Yeah, that shouldn't be the case at all.
1: What I've always told people, when I went to my case, man, we dumped all kinds of shit for the record. I mean, it was crazy, the stuff we were putting in there, just because if it's in the record, they can review it. Even if a judge doesn't allow it, you put it into evidence anyway, and you do what's called a document dump. And that way, the appellate court's allowed to look at what's in the record, whether it was used or not, as long as it's in the record. And hmm. a lot of these defense attorneys have started doing that, so good for them. But um, I think we have to really look at that stuff, and in our zeal to put people to death, um, we need to make sure that they are guilty, truly guilty, and yeah. that in truth we've given them every opportunity to have their innocence looked at, even up to, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a phone. In the Supreme Court, that is called the no. death. It's called the death watch phone. And anytime there is an execution scheduled anywhere in the United States, there is a clerk that has to man that phone. And there is a judge they choose, and it it goes on a rotation. Um, a Supreme will make a decision on whether to stay or not.
0: I thought that was the governor's decision.
1: Elmore no, ain't the, governor. the governor gets it first. Here's how that works. The states get it first. Mhm. The states get it first, and then if you don't like your state answer, you don't get, you know, a, a good answer, then you proceed with the federal court. You can go to the federal system and ask the federal system for a stay. Um, it's, a, it's a dual set of appeal or dual, dual process, just like you can be duly charged for any crime. The feds can pick up any crime you're charged with on the state level. So then they'll ring that phone, and then the Supreme will either no, there is no stay, and once that Supreme gives that, it's done. There is no stay. Or they can say, yes, there's going to be a temporary stay, and then everything stops. But up until the second of the execution, up until the execution happens, there's somebody that mans that phone. And the same at the facility. There is a person that is, there's a phone into the death chamber that up until the time of the execution, that phone rings, everything stops. Yep. So um, there, there is a process in place
4: Yeah, because they just denied. Um, well, this Tennessee. Wine guy.
1: Yep, yeah, the Tennessee Pride won ex- yesterday.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday.
1: Well, and here's the thing. You know, he his crime was very brutal,
4: mm-hmm. and then
1: because his glaucoma was treated wrong, he wants to be let off of his issue. Right. Well, no, don't work personally. Like that, huh? I don't think that's a reason to be let off.
4: Don't worry. I do not that.
1: think anybody that's mentally handicapped ought to be put to death. Okay. yeah. I have a I have a huge problem with that.
4: Well, actually, it's against the law.
1: Yeah, but who makes the determination on that? I happen to know an individual that was put to death uh, in Ohio, and they were they were borderline. So what they did is they got they went out and found a doctor that said, oh, well, they understand. So they put him to death. Everybody remember when the Carla Faye Tucker issue was yes. a big one? Yes. How many on here, as a matter of fact, I think we did a show about that. How many on here supported her being reprieved? Not me. Mark, I I remember us having a big show about this. I know President Bush caught all kinds of hell, Governor Bush at the time, for refusing to.
3: I I think I remember it, but refresh my memory. I know it was in Texas.
1: Yeah, she basically. uh, She axed people to death. Yeah, she axed a couple of people to death while she was out of it on drugs uh became born again um and spent most of her life in prison trying to help other people. The Seven hundred club came out uh in support of um, a lot of religious people, really putting a lot uh, of pressure um, on Governor Bush to uh commute her sentence and he wouldn't
4: well, you know I'm sorry.
3: If she found Jesus, she could explain to him what was what she did
1: after uh, well, that's yeah. pretty much. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs>
1: pretty much what Governor Bush said. And yeah. that's what she said. I mean, she said she wasn't afraid to die. So you know, isn't but, it
4: amazing, and I always say, isn't it amazing how they have a come to Jesus moment when they get locked up? Oh, well, I found Jesus. Well, Jesus I think sometimes goodness. getting
1: locked up, you get locked up to find Jesus.
4: Well,
1: no, so I don't dispute that. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question anybody's salvation and where they find it. Because they uh, got caught. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe God wanted them to get caught. Maybe the only way God could get their attention is to put them in an eight by ten cell. I don't know. Speaking I know this. Huh?
2: thinking
4: of putting people in eight by ten cells. Can we discuss what Adam Schiff did the other day?
0: Oh, with the phone records?
4: Yeah.
1: Well that was yeah. illegal. That was illegal. And it actually it actually proved uh Rudy Giuliani <laughs> was right. So yeah. you know. Schiff is an idiot and I don't know why Pelosi is letting him proceed.
4: Because Nedler fell asleep at the meeting the other day. (laughs) Did you see that? That was
1: the
0: funniest thing I think I saw all day.
1: (laughs) Well, I I just I think that a lot of these Democrats know they're toast, and they don't know how to walk it back without having big egg on their face.
0: Yeah, they'd rather sit there and deal with all of their nonsense than have egg on their face. There's zero humility.
4: But doxing...
0: No humility.
4: Isn't doxing a felony? Say what? Doxing.
1: Yes, but he didn't dox. I mean, he illegally obtained his damn phone records. Mm -hmm. But he didn't dox. Dox would be putting out all their personal information out there and encouraging people to go get them. Okay,
0: but isn't it illegal for him to get to get phone records of someone else without that person acknowledging and saying it's okay
1: if he has no warrant yes yeah
0: and he's in trouble too well he needs needs to be gone he needs to be he needs to be censured or
1: not he needs to be expelled giuliani isn't the one to screw with he used to be a federal prosecutor right and and I think if, if Giuliani, and Giuliani's remained pretty quiet about it, so I don't know what he's going to do, but I hope he sues the shit out of, I hope he files a lawsuit against Congress. I mm-hmm. hope he files a lawsuit against the Judicial Committee. And I hope he wins. Yeah. I, mean, the- uh, I think he'll already. go after
0: them individually.
1: Already? Well, The problem is they're indemnified in their job. So if he's going to go after me, he's going to go after the body. He has to go
0: after the Okay. Well,
4: that is what it is.
1: Adam Schiff. Just like like Trump. They're not going after Trump personally because they can't. They're going after the office of the president. Okay, they're not impeaching Trump. They're impeaching the president because Trump's protected. And and that's the thing that people don't understand, which is good for Republicans. Because
0: Trump is what? Trump he has
4: music.
1: Okay, so this whole impeachment business. This whole impeachment business is not about Donald Trump, the citizen. This whole impeachment business is about Donald Trump, the president. The well, yeah, office, uh, they're impeaching the office of the president, not President Trump. And a lot of people can't put that differentiation together, but it is a differentiation because Donald but Trump... But they're going
0: political. after him.
1: No, they're going after the they're office. Pregnant. They're going they're after, going the, after the office. They want to clear the office. They're not going after Trump. Uh, well, I understand,
0: understand, that, I, I understand their, their intention or their motive is because they want to retake the office in 2020. I get that. But what I'm saying is in order to do that, though... It's their hatred. Tw- they hate him. They think he is crooked. They think he is.
2: Uh,
1: they they hate him because he won't. They hate him because he won't kiss their ass. Right. Okay. And that's number one. Number two. Number two. They the oh. Democrats truly believe, and I don't know why they believe this, but they truly believe they won the election in twenty
2: sixteen. Because yeah. if
1: you. If you hear Nancy Pelosi and her squawking, one of the things that she says is that they want to make 2016 right. Well, 2016 is right because he's the president.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Hillary even said it herself. She said, I could beat him again. Beat him again.
1: Beat him the (laughs) first time.
0: And that's because they believe in the
1: mobocracy. Well, are they always they
0: when they when they refer to the country, they're always referring to our country as a democracy, which
1: we Correct. are not. We are not a majority rule country and a democracy is a majority rule.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And so the, you know, that irritates me. That even irritated me when President Bush would do that. Well, so we're not
0: We're not you're, they, you're not alone because I heard it I heard it from a congressman uh, some, a congressperson on Fox last night talked about how he was tired of hearing Democrats refer to our country as a democracy. Correct. And I'm like, finally, somebody in the, the media founding, said something about it.
1: The Founding Fathers <laughs> did not want a democracy because they, right. mob, they did not want mob rule. Now, right. in the state of Tennessee, the state of Tennessee is a democracy. The state of Indiana is a democracy. The state of Illinois is a democracy. The Commonwealth of Kentucky is a democracy. okay? That's how the states are designed. That's how they're set up. The majority rules in those states. However,, kakalaka, the federal government is not a majority rule. It is a republic of dem- democratically controlled states, okay? And it never was. The reason the Electoral College was put in place, well, two things. We need to correct one thing for sure. Is it ever going to be corrected? I doubt it. But should it be, yes. And that is the Senate should never be chosen by the people. Okay? Really? That's a, that's a mistake. It should have never been changed in the Constitution. <laughs> Senate was never <laughs> in the Senate was to be a deliberative body that protected the states, and it was never meant to be chosen by the people. The Senate It was, was chosen
0: by the electors in the states, though, right?
1: It was chosen by the House of Delegates or House of Representatives in the In states. the
0: states, right. Yes.
1: So the people that you send to your respective capital city to represent you were the ones that would choose the senators. Right. Okay, as it should be, because the states need a voice too.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. The
1: House of Representatives, the House of Representatives was always designed to be kind of a raucous body. Okay, mm-hmm. it was designed to be what it is. Okay, get a little rowdy, get a little contentious. That was what it was designed to do. Then the representatives
0: for the people.
1: Yes. Then you send it over to the Senate. The, the Senate is designed to be a, of a deliberative body that looks at the interests of the states and the interests mm-hmm. of the people. And then you come together with the group of people that are designed to represent the people, with the, with the group that's designed to represent the states, and you come up with something that works for both. Okay, well, Democrats didn't like that. And it's kind of interesting because Democrats held most of the chambers in the state houses until the 70s when this changed. This actually changed in the 70s. And so Democrats began to see losing control, so they changed it to try and be a vote of the people. Right. And so now you have, the Senate has become almost as political as the House. However, the Senate has six-year terms, so a political lifetime happens multiple times. And so the Senate can be a little more, you know, Mitch McConnell has the ability to be a little more uh, firm-handed because, you know, yeah, he's up for re-election next year, but um, he he's going to win. Listen, anybody thinks he ain't, he is. Um, and and believe well, it or not, I'm actually quite happy with Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell has really uh, done,
4: a 180.
1: done a great job.
4: Yeah, he really has done a 180. You know, I remember when President Trump was first elected and Mitch came out saying snarky things like, he doesn't understand how it works here
1: and it well, he doesn't go that fast and
4: you know, I think kind of gradually, you know.
1: I think Mitch McConnell got to know the president. Yeah. And I think he went to he went to the president and listen, one of the things that that people that are around Trump all the time that talk to me tell me is that President Trump is really a generous and kind man. Uh-huh. Which to see him on TV or to hear him at some rallies, you'd think, um, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: but listen, he has an unabashed love for this country that I haven't uh-huh. seen since President Reagan. Right. Okay. He makes me proud to stand up and say that I'm an American. He uh-huh. makes me proud to say that he is my president. Okay. Uh-huh. And, yes, he's rough around the edges as far as how he handles things, mm-hmm. and he's not as polished as our previous politicians, but what were they doing?
2: Nothing.
1: What were they getting done for us? Nothing.
4: Nothing.
1: China was kicking our ass by the trade deficit. Does anybody Did anybody see the trade deficit news that was just released?
4: Um, didn't they? Oh, God, what was it?
1: That they've the, cut the trade deficit by almost a right, third. Right. Okay. Does anybody see the job numbers? The job numbers are crazy.
4: Two hundred and sixty six thousand last month.
1: I have not seen job numbers this great since the Reagan administration. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. If if and I know you guys have heard me compare this and I got I got to tell you, I think President Reagan would have loved Trump. I don't think he would have yeah. liked some of his Stuff, but I remember think he was-
4: there was a picture of Reagan actually meeting Donald Trump,, yes. and said this guy could be president,
1: yeah so I think i I think the comparisons between him and Reagan are quite phenomenal, actually. I think there's a lot yeah. of similarities yeah. between yeah. the I two. Do. And Reagan to. was a little more polished in how he handled things. But I, Reagan was just as much in your face as Trump is, but Reagan did it oh, different.
4: Yeah, yeah. And if Trump... Did it with humor. Huh? Reagan almost did it with humor a lot of times.
1: Well, Reagan yeah. knew. <laughs> the 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 thing about Reagan, and listen, any of you that have... There's a book out, there's an audio book, and if you guys want the CDs, let me know. I will get you the CDs. The Reagan Library may not like me doing that, but I <laughs> will copy I will copy the CDs if you want them, and I will send them to you if you promise to listen to the book. But it's an audio book, and it's called A Different Drummer by Mike Deaver. And Mike Deaver was by Reagan's side for 30 years. Yeah both as governor, as private citizen, between governor and president, as president. And as many of you know, I'm a huge Reagan fan. I listen to everything Reagan I can get my hands on. And this is one of the best books. I also have uh, Reagan in his own words. Um, All of his radio addresses between the time that he started his little radio snippet, his three-minute snippets each day, I have all of those. And then I've got Reagan speaking my mind. But, anyway, in Mike Deaver's book, one of the things he talks about, they call it a bad day in March. He got shot on March the 30th of Mm -hmm. 1981. And talking about how when Reagan was in the hospital, you know, Reagan would not let the Secret Service help him in the door. When he pulled up to the White House or to the
4: hospital.
1: He would not. He got out, buttoned his coat, walked through the door, and as soon as the doors closed he collapsed. Secret Service had to get him. Uh-huh. And the kid that was <laughs> taking the information, Mike Devers said the kid, the orderly come up to him and goes, Do you know who was that brought in that was shot? He goes, It's Reagan. The kid goes, How do you spell that? <laughs> so spelled it out and then he goes, First name? Gave uh-huh. him his first name and he said Mike Deaver said, when he asked me for the address, he said, I got a little pissed off. He said, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And the kid goes, oh, he said it looked like a tree fell on him. That Reagan. And the reason I tell all this is because Reagan was able to get by with a lot of this stuff because of how he was in the hospital. When uh, when he was in the hospital, you know, when he saw his wife, Everybody knows that he told her he forgot to duck. Right. And then he asked when he saw all of the people from the White House there, he wanted to know who was minding the store. Mm -hmm. And when the, most people also don't know this, but that day at that hospital, all of the department heads, the best of the best was having a meeting upstairs. And when they heard Reagan was in the emergency room, they came down and they they performed the surgery. Oh, and, really? Yes, and it was the thoracic surgeon. When the thoracic surgeon came out, he said he hadn't seen a chest that thick on somebody half that age. said it took him a half hour to get in there.
4: Oh, my God.
1: And, <laughs> right. Well, Reagan, they had him on a, on a tube, and he couldn't talk, so he'd write little notes. And he wrote one that said, take me to Burbank where I can see the air that I breathe.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: <well. laughs> he said can we do that scene again starting with leaving or heading to the limo or yeah, right. just little little snippets to make the staff laugh right. and all of the staff oh, would remember. come out because Reagan wouldn't talk about this and Reagan would not talk about it all and so the White House had to go and get all these notes back because they wanted to keep them, you know, the little notes that he had written. Right. And when um, an orderly came in one morning, Reagan had spilled some water on the floor. Well, rather than getting an orderly or, you know, his body man to clean it up, Reagan was in the floor cleaning this up. Oh, my God. Right? And they're they're like, Mr. President, sir, you know, We can do that for you. And he's like, oh, I didn't want to bother you guys. And so people got to see the character of this guy. Here's this guy that's, you know, 73 years old that just been shot. He signed the dairy bill. He signed a dairy bill while he was in the hospital so that people could see the government was still running. He left the hospital, and, like, thousands of people showed up to welcome him to the White House. And he throws his hand up the same arm where he was shot, he throws his arm up in a lazy wave like he had done that got him shot. And he said, and, and again, this is memorable to me, and I'm leading up to something in case you guys wondering if I went off topic, that he goes, you know, I prayed for James Brady. I prayed for the cop that was shot. But I realized that if I wanted to truly, you know, truly be, who I am, I have to pray for the shooter, too. And, Mm. you know, he... Again, most people don't know that James Brady remained the press secretary, kept the title and the pay the entire time Reagan was in office. Well, yeah. Even though he never held another press conference. Right.
4: Did he he also, when he went into surgery and he looked up at the doctors and said, I just hope hope you're... you're
1: and right. They said, Mr. Yeah. President <laughs> They said today, Mr. President, we're all Republicans.
2: <laughs>
1: well, you know, Mike Deaver saved his life. Mike Deaver,
2: yeah.
1: uh, he was in an airplane, and just about a just a week before, President Reagan had shown him that he had learned the Heimlich maneuver. And Mike Deaver says it's a good thing that the people didn't see him doing that. He said the Bubba vote would have been out the window.
2: Oh no! uh, Because
1: Reagan was behind him, showing him the hind lick maneuver, and so he said they were on a plane. About a week later, and Reagan was a creature of habit. He would eat peanuts and drink Coke. So he had thrown up a peanut to take the peanut right as the plane took off, and it got lodged in his throat. Well, Reagan tries to get unbuckled. His face is turning a good shade of lovely red, as Mike Deaver says. And the Secret Service thought he was having a heart attack. And he said Reagan looked at him with eyes that said, get with the program. And Mike Deaver realized that it was a nut. So he mm-hmm. got behind him and did that Heimlich maneuver. And after everything calmed down, he said Reagan come over to him and sit down. And he said, I'm damn sure glad I taught you that thing. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. said the president was almost brought down by Mr. Planner's peanut.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my, I never knew that. Well, you know but, what was funny that he did 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 you see the um the video that was out not that long ago actually, where he was giving a speech and somebody like popped a balloon or something in the audience, and he said, "You miss me yeah <laughs> that cracked me up something fierce. I loved it. I thought that was great that he had he had the ability after having been shot and
1: recuperating and
0: going through everything that he did. You know, this time you missed well, me. <laughs>
1: well, if you listen, if you listen to this book, the audio book of it, I, I've read the book, but my grandmother stole the book from me and wouldn't give it back huh. to me. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, listen, you, my you. my grandmother used to read. My grandmother's big Republican, big Republican. Probably part of the reason I'm I, I became a Republican. She, uh, when she found out I was going into politics, she goes, you ain't working for no damn Democrat, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, said, that's funny. I said, no, man."
0: Well, you she know, goes, getting back to that. Mitch McConnell, you've got you to gotta understand, Mitch was not the best dude during the Obama administration. He was, he was, when Ted Cruz wrote his book, A Time for Truth, speaking of books, uh, the very first chapter called Mendacity, he describes um, his first luncheon when he went in as a junior senator and how Mitch McConnell treated them and what he told them they were to do. And he flat out said to them, "You no, that's what you tell your constituents back at, back at home, but when you've come here, that's not what you do when you get here. It's like you do what we tell you to do. Well,
1: uh, the leadership's and, always going to be Mar- that way.
0: Well, he and Mike Lee were the only two that stood up and said, sorry, not going to happen. I'm not going to lie to my constituents for you. And, and when uh, Mitch McConnell out and out lied to Ted Cruz about some, a, a bill of some sort that they, they were getting ready to pass, uh, this has been a couple years back during the Obama administration, Ted Cruz, it was un, kind of unprecedented and was all over the news, he had called Mitch McConnell a liar on the Senate floor.
1: Well, so, so he,
0: I think he made a big turnaround when once Trump decided he was going to clean out the garbage from Washington and make here's it right the, again.
4: Here's well, the I thing. think they're they're claiming, you know, we want to impeach President Trump because he abused his power. Okay, let me ask you a question: When Obama? Signed an executive order implementing, implementing DACA, which he had no power to do. Right. That would be considered abuse of power. It would why, be. Why wasn't he impeached?
1: Um, because the abuse of power wasn't great enough for impeachment.
4: Wasn't great. He signed a it law. Doesn't matter
1: the bar for impeachment is set very high for a reason. And there's a reason. Hold on a second. There is a reason that no president has ever been convicted of the impeachable offenses. Okay? And that is because the bar is set so high. Do you know how hard it is to get sixty seven senators to agree to anything? Oh I know. Okay, well,
4: number
1: they, one. They and number two
4: the impeachment clause. They've it. Number,
1: number two. Okay. If you want to first of all, there wasn't enough uh, even with Republicans in control. And and this is the issue that the Republicans faced with Clinton. They knew they would get the impeachment. Okay. They knew they would get the impeachment. But they knew they weren't going to get the Senate trial.
0: That couldn't yeah.
1: Okay. And, listen, Clinton was not the most popular president at the time, but his numbers were where Trump's are. Okay? Yeah. Well, what did the impeachment do? The impeachment actually helped his numbers go up. Well, if you look at Trump's numbers over the past three weeks, what have been happening? Line up. Okay? His numbers are going up. And here's the thing, okay? Even with those numbers... Whatever his numbers are, you need to add about twelve points to those numbers. Okay. okay. Remember I said that in two thousand sixteen and I was like, No. Yep, look oh. what happened. So Yeah, that wasn't directed at you, Jill. That was actually directed at you, Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Add about twelve points because there's that group of people that are never gonna say they're Trump supporters. Okay? Oh. But the key number, there are two key numbers that you look for in a situation like this. And I went back and looked at Bill Clinton's numbers. I went back and looked at Richard Nixon's numbers. Okay, And Bill Clinton's numbers with Democrats remained relatively strong. Okay, He had, I think it was like 89% support with Democrats. President Trump has 92% support with Republicans. Right now, okay, with moderates, Bill Clinton had forty two percent support with moderates, or what you would call those confused independents. okay? Well,
0: I got your if, confusion
1: if you look at the, if you look at the confused independence numbers today, Trump's numbers with those independents is at fifty one percent, okay? Anywhere between the forty percent number and above, you aren't getting anything. And remember, there's a 12% buffer mark. There's a 12% buffer mark that you can add to the independence, okay, because there's that group of people that's never going to admit to supporting Trump.
2: But I
1: heard he
0: thing? garnered 40% of the black vote. Is that true? 20. 20. If she gets 20% of
4: the black vote, she'll win. Has he gotten
0: 40%? Because I heard that.
4: No, it's 20. It's 20. Okay. it last night, he only got like 3 or 4% in 2016. And the fact that Um, he's...
1: Are you talking about his numbers now with blacks?
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the numbers I'm seeing with blacks right now are about 30%. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to tell you. So it has you know, gone up. I'm sorry?
0: I said, so it has gone up.
1: Yeah. And on most black talk radio shows, um, where they tend to be towards the middle in their radio programming and, and listeners, I'm going to tell you the support for Trump amongst uh, that demographic, if you're looking just at black voters, listen, any Republican that gets above Sixteen percent. They're unbeatable.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. The Democrats know
1: it. And and I'm just going to tell you. You've got the lowest black unemployment since they've started recording it. The lowest Hispanic unemployment since they've started recording it. The lowest. Oh, Hispanic I know. Unemployment I know. Since they've started recording it. People on their paychecks. They've got more money. Which, by the way, for listeners out there, let me tell you, pay attention to your W-4 that's coming up for the 2020 year. Make sure that you pay close attention. They have changed the W4s and it's a lot more specific than it has been. So, pay attention so you don't get a big surprise when you want that big fat refund. Look, you're um, not going to get it? Well, people just need to make sure they fill out the form correctly because of the the refund. Now, having having Here's here's the thing. One this impeachment business, the only people it's hurting are the democrats. Okay, I'm with several democratic strategists. One of the things Jackie tells me is they they just come out of a, they had a big closed door meeting among strategists. And there are a couple democratic strategists that I respect, okay? Not because they work for <laughs> not because I agree with their ideology, but because I agree with how they do things. How they strategize—they—they they are good at what they do. James Carvel happens to be one of them. Okay. Yeah. Now I catch a lot of hell because you know James Carvel and I used to go head to head, and I'll have, I have like you know Jamie. he never—he never beat me. I like
2: mm-hmm. James.
1: Um, Jackie never beat me either, which used to piss her off. Piss her off. Oh God. But I will tell you, and and I know this is on a recorded call, and I'm gonna catch some hell for this. But I actually used to help her. I used to teach her ways to help her candidates win. Uh oh. Um, well, now. Jackie, I like Jackie. I think your there. grandma ought to know. Jackie chooses very pro-life <laughs> candidates and works a lot of. Jackie doesn't deal with a lot of national. She doesn't take national races. She does. Didn't she he, does he, primarily local he, and state didn't races.
4: Didn't you do Hillary?
1: She did. She she did work for Hillary, not for any love of Hillary, but sometimes you have to take on campaigns to remain relevant in politics and to make mm. sure that your name's still in the pool. Mm. I took on a couple of races. You know, I only lost in, in my 14 races that I ran, I only lost two, both of which I knew I was going to lose when I took them. Um, one guy, when I took it, he was 60 points down. We lost by eight points. Oh, wow. And it took Sherry Jones cheating to beat us, but I knew we were going to lose when I took it because we were running in a predominantly Democrat area. Um, the second race that I took, I took on principle just because I wanted to prove I was told that I couldn't get this particular individual within 10 points. I got him with two. Oh,
2: um,
1: but having said all that,
2: what you, what here's what we say?
1: learned Hang on, I'm going to tell you what I learned from the Democrat strategist meeting. James Carville told about 800 people in a room that if they continue down this road, they would lose on the local level, they would lose on the county level, they would lose on the state level, they will get obliterated on the federal level, and that guarantees them a loss at the White House, the Senate... The House of Representatives, the state houses, the state legislatures, the county governments, the city governments. He said I'd be surprised if we don't lose dog catchers. Wow.
4: Well, why aren't they listening? People are telling them. I tell them if you well, continue on this road, you're gonna lose big time next year.
1: I think a lot of it has to do with Jill. I think a lot of it has to do with what Jill says. Oh. Jill calls him up and says, "Hey, I love your old stuff. Keep going." Uh huh. Um, and you know, Sean Hannity back years ago. Excuse you. Your, Excuse.
2: You.
1: Um, years ago, one of the things that. Um, One of the things that Sean Hannity did was have Republicans get involved. Listen, I think Republicans ought to start calling all these Democrat senators jobs and tell them what a great job they're doing, and they should keep it up. I think Republicans ought to seriously
4: start calling them
1: up.
4: Are they incredibly bad stupid that they don't Um, see where this is leading?
1: Well, one one of the things that I've learned about being in the Beltway was that nothing else exists outside of the Beltway?
4: I mean, I'm not promoting you know, for the Democrats to win. I'm just saying that somebody up there must have two active brain cells, you know, to see that, hey, this is not going to bode well for us next year. Maybe we ought to back off.
1: So I'm but, not sure what the what the hell – decided to head on in Pensacola today with that Saudi national. But the Pheebs are on the move. They've already arrested six people. Right. Really? Yes, they've already arrested six other Saudis living around the base. Uh, Saudi Arabia has given them all kinds of intelligence Mm
4: -mm -mm. uh,
1: in regards to this, and they think they found a sleeper cell.
4: Weren't they 19 hijackers from Saudi Arabia?
1: They were. Listen, and and I want people to understand this, and Lord forgive me if anything I'm about to say is still classified because that would be kind of a problem, but the Saudis are not our friends. I know that. I know that. The enemy of our enemy is our friend, okay? And we know that. Mm Yep. Yep. Okay, but Saudi Arabia is the closest. Thing. Saudi Arabia and Jordan are the two closest things we've got in the Middle East and Egypt of getting anything done there. So our only real super backer is Kuwait.
0: Listen, I'm going to share something, and I want you to I want you to hear this. I remember distinctly recall, and I think it was during the Clinton administration when Hillary went over to Saudi Arabia. She went into their school or their colleges, and she talked about women and how they were having their genitals mutilated, okay, and she was all about how horrible it was for the women over there, and she went into the colleges, and she got into their textbooks, and she saw firsthand what they were teaching over there about the hatred towards America, and she called them on it. Who? I think it was Clinton. It was a female, so I think it was Clinton. No, I take that back. It wasn't Clinton. It was Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters? It was Barbara Walters. Went over and met with them, met with some college students, and, and like I said, got into their textbooks and saw the kind of hatred that they were, that they were teaching them about america so i've known for a very very long time that the saudis are not our friends
1: oh, so, have we.
0: so why is it that they go and you know uh play nicey nice what now why, why be a part of the u.n
2: Huh? Because you
3: have Iran right there, you got you have Middle East that needs to be stable, and you need oil. If you don't have if you don't have the backing of of Saudi Arabia, you know they might hate you. If you don't give them planes and give them things that they need and help them out a little bit, you won't get any oil.
0: I
4: see, but I thought we anymore. were the,
0: now. I thought now that we're the top producer of oil in the world, why do we, we need
1: theirs? We don't need their oil, however. We do need an end into the salt, and we do need an end in the Middle East. And listen, the lesser of two evils is the lesser of two evils. Really, to
0: be honest with you, I wish we'd get the hell out of the Middle East. I think after nine eleven, like my brother said before he died, bless his heart and rest of his soul, he said they ought to get in a plane right now and go over there and make a cat box out of that place. And he was right. We keep putting up with the crap. And we keep going well, over there and spending loads of money that belongs to us.
1: Well, we're the lone.: belongs super- to us. Listen, we're the lone superpower left in the world, and we have there's just a certain way you have to act. And, and I'm just going to tell you, we're never going to do away with the Middle East because the Middle East plays a prominent role in the end of time so
0: well I don't disagree there but and it's fine to be you know all about Israel. We don't need to be nation building with all these other arab
1: countries no, we don't I agree with that i do i did agree with um I did agree with um, what was being done in Iraq. I did agree with what was being done in Afghanistan. Because we needed to help them establish themselves. We've done that, we see where that's gone. I agree with Trump pulling most of the troops out. I agree with him leaving a few of the troops there. Okay.
0: Well and even the other countries in Europe and whatnot, you know, I agree with Trump when he says why why should we go over there and protect their their borders and protect their countries and then not compensate us for it? Oh yeah, you know, we don't, got, we, we can't free. keep doing this stuff for free. We are not made of for money for
4: For decades, <laughs> for decades, they did this. Uh-huh. They got away with it and got away with it. I mean, where's all the money being paid back after World War Two? Where's all that money? We helped well, liberate France twice, and then that Macron, not Macron, yeah, Macron. You know make fun of NATO? Okay, kid. Fine. We'll cut you off. Go fight your own damn war. see Who comes to help you? You know, I'm 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 sorry. I'm just who looks after us.
1: Well, He's I happen to agree with you. I don't I don't dispute that.
4: He's the first president to say, hey, up or shut up." You know. And I'm with you and, I'm with, you
0: and I'm with him. I, I agree, because we got people living in our streets and living in their in their dung. Sorry, that's not okay. Not by a long shot. Now, for the people that choose it, that's different. But I can't believe that there are that many people that choose to live like they are in tent communities.
4: Well, Sorry. Yeah, I will.
0: No one Sorry. will ever convince me of that. Of course, you know, when they went and closed down all the mental hospitals, that might, you know, that might uh, be the reason why we have an influx of it. That's, you know, certainly a possibility.
1: Well, I think that you have to, there's always the bigger picture and there's always more to it that we, you know, we don't know. And so that Well, what kills me
0: is you've got Americans living on the streets, you've got veterans living on the streets, when you've got social services that the illegal aliens sure as hell find out how to use it. So why are our veterans not finding out how to use it? Why are there not more advocates to help those people that are living on the street that maybe don't understand? Yeah, I'll tell you something, my brother was not the sharpest tack in the box. And I attribute that to the fact that he had two congenital heart issues and needed a heart transplant that we didn't learn about until he was in his 40s. The point I'm trying to make is, is that I think there are some people that are ill, whether it be physically or mentally, whatever, and they do need to have that assistance because they don't know where to go. Sometimes just men don't like paperwork and they don't even know what that job and family services is. So they need someone who's aware to help them with that, to, to direct them and lead them there, okay? I mean, you know, the fact that they've got people defecating in the streets, and it, to, to the point where it's actually got business owners creating videos talking about how they're closing their businesses down, because of the needles and the crap that's in front of their stores in the morning that they have to clean up themselves. That that's crazy that we're even having to deal with that stuff in this country. It's just crazy.
1: Well, again, I I happen to agree with with most of that. I agree with most of that. But we And I'm have... not
0: saying that I'm not saying that we need to give people handouts. What I'm saying is we need to give some people a hand up and sometimes it's as simple as saying, hey, I'll make a phone call for you and I'll help to take you to this job and family service office. Because the illegal aliens sure heck have those kind of advocates because they're getting all of that stuff. Well, how many smacked, veterans? and so are all the stinking Muslims.
1: I'm how sorry. Many vet- how many veterans did you go out and find this week and take?
0: I haven't, I haven't, but I know some in my area that that I've done that exact same thing for. Anybody, whether they're a veteran or they're a single mother, I would do the same thing for them. And that's the kind of stuff that we need to do more of, I think, as a society and have more community-oriented things than depending on the feds for anything. Social services need to be at home not on a federal level.
2: Well, they like shouldn't that. be up
0: in our marriages. They shouldn't be up in our healthcare. None of that stuff is any of their business. Well, They need well, to agree. do like Ted Cruz said and make the federal government fit inside the constitution.
1: Well, in other words, even. get
0: rid of most of the departments. And oh, by the way, I did hear that um, the president was talking about doing just that.
1: Well, he, he, can, he can to some degree.
4: That's why they hate him.
1: I think they were talking about
0: eliminating uh, or putting together education and labor was one of them, combining it.
1: Well, they've been talking about that for a while, and I agree with that. But, yep. boy, will, that, will they be kicking and screaming on that one?
0: Well, you know, the, the Democrats just want our money. They don't want us to have money back
4: let I ask you is anything going to happen this to uh, I mean, uh you know I think he's getting too big for his getting um, don't get above your raisins
1: it will surprise me if anything happens to him if you want to know the truth
4: that's so wrong that's um, so wrong
1: now if republicans get the house back and he he comes in you know he comes in back then the republicans can go after him
4: wish they would they have yeah. to start making
0: people accountable again and I think if, Mr. if our president, Mr. Trump, is reelected, then he will start that process. It has to start. The accountability for wrongdoing has got to start.
2: And you know what?
0: I remember when Ted was on his campaign trail, he said that if he was elected, he was going to open an investigation again against Hillary Clinton. And I heard the same thing from President Trump that it hasn't happened.
1: Why is that? Um, because he's been blocked.
0: By whom?
1: By Congress. The president doesn't have the authority to open up an investigation. Congress has to open that investigation because they oversee. He has the authority of the State Department, but he can't. He can't call for investigative sources. That has to be done by Congress. You mean to tell me that the attorney general's office is his office and and he
0: doesn't have the ability to call for an investigation?
1: The AG can call for an investigation, but they're already investigating. So Clinton? Yes. They've been investigating Clinton for quite some time now.
2: Okay.
0: Good. They need to get it done and they need to hold them accountable.
1: I I don't know that and, you know, A lot of people don't want to hear this, but I don't know that she'll ever be held accountable for any of that. I'm just going to be honest with you.
0: And that's what's wrong with our country.
1: No, I think they're thinking is
3: she's jail. jail. They'll kill her.
1: she she's not ever going to go to jail.
4: Um, Why does she still have Secret Service?
1: Do I have Secret Service till the day she dies? Why? She's our
3: president. The same reason Michelle's going to have it until she
1: dies.
3: Michelle She's doesn't.
1: a, have a it. Michelle doesn't have she it. She doesn't has it. it. She has it as a. She has All it as of this needs to be cut off.
0: All of the after effects need to be cut off. They make enough money while they're in the, in the presidency. If they can't manage it, that's their problem.
1: Uh, The Obamas are worth $135 million according to their releases yesterday.
0: And if that's the case, where the hell did that money come from?
1: Well, she she gets paid $250,000 for all of her speaking fees.
0: Okay, she's done that many speeches that they've made that many millions?
1: Well, they also... He gets paid he gets paid half a million for his, and um oh shoot um, they also got like fifty million from Netflix
4: right, and he's getting sixty million for that book,
1: yeah, and sixty five million from the book, so I mean yeah. they've, they've made a bunch of money I
0: thought he was an investor in Netflix as opposed to. Him getting oh, no. money from them. Are you talking He's about as result of being an investor?
1: No, they have they have paid him money to create programming. Him and Michelle are being paid to create programming. Yeah. Lots of programming.
4: You can imagine what that's gonna be.
1: Well, I'm left to wonder.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all I can say. I'm left We're to wonder. So
4: you're saying the, the Republicans, well, they can, they can expel Adam Schiff. Um, because I think what he's doing is a coup. You know
0: something? The, the, listen, the, the committee he sits on in chairs right now has already put in writing requesting him to step down.
4: What more How does it wants. take? No. What, what more a, does it take when the very committee Pelosi, re, in, re, in writing requests that? Because Pelosi won't allow it. One thing. They're a cool boy. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So in other words, they can sit in their little positions as long as the money is right, because from what I have heard on various videos from various congressmen is that they have to come up with a certain amount of money before they can even ever get on a seat in one of the committees, okay? That's going to cost you, buddy, if you want to be on a committee. It's going to cost you bigly.
4: Oh, yeah, Uh, they have to do that. So, so,
0: you know, if that's the case... I just I, I it's full of corruption, and until they weed it out and get rid of it and start putting the country first again, we're in trouble, and people have to start realizing that They're, well first, it's first like, of
1: all, congress listen, no, we're not in trouble um, in regards oh, okay. to that stuff because that'll correct itself see you're you're looking at it from let's put a band aid on Congress. You don't put a Band-Aid on Congress, and you don't expect Congress to police itself because they're not going to, especially when the Democrats are in control. Now, when the Republicans are in control, they'll police the Democrats.
0: Okay, uh, wait a minute. Then why doesn't the Supremes put a halt on some of the stuff that goes on, like Maxine Waters and the crap she was pulling?
2: Uh, and
0: but- and, and why, doesn't, why doesn't the president have the authority to call checks and balances on Congress? since they're doing the same crap to him. I mean, this is supposed to be three co-equal branches of government, so it behooves the other two, if one is, is doing the wrong thing, to step in.
2: Yes. If they're not correcting
0: themselves, then they need to be corrected. Correct? I mean, Pardon. isn't that what draining the swamp is all about?
1: Yes, and listen, the the thing is, is that you can drain the swamp all day. Okay, and I'm not, listen, I'm not saying anything other than that. However, however, and this is what everybody needs to listen to, is that it's going to take the voters to help drain the swamp. Yeah, sending President Trump there to start the process was great. Okay, but what happened? In 2018, they decided to send the Democrats and let the Democrats have a whack at Congress. Because the Republicans weren't getting anything done. Well, what have the Democrats done? They've done absolutely nothing except for spend millions and millions of dollars that could have went towards veteran services. Amanda said it best the other day when she said that all this money being wasted could be used for local projects, veterans, and she brought up a couple of other things. Okay? And, listen, I am... Uh,
0: They'd rather give it away to special interest. And that is where a lot of the problem is. That and the 501c3 crap needs to stop. That's George Soros in a nutshell.
1: I'm trying to figure out. I, I guess I don't understand what the big, you know, you've mentioned the 501c3 thing before. And I don't guess I understand what the, what the point of well, is.
0: Well, George Soros uses his 503c Uh, organizations as a front to garner political power
1: he does he's been doing it for years and
0: he has he has screwed up other countries as a result his own country where he was born will not allow him to go there he's banned from there you are aware of that right I am okay so the man is not all there he, here he is, a multi-billionaire, and there are others. It's not just him. I'm aware of others because they've been bringing a few of them up on Fox News lately. In fact, I think it was Tucker Carlson that did. The point is, is that these people who are made of money are calling the shots. And I, for the longest time have been very intrigued by the fact that I was informed by people in the media that were in the media during JFK's days where they said that the two-party system was designed to keep the people going back and forth at each other, which would, which would keep the power in play. And that seems real reasonable to me.
1: Yes, but the United States does not ever need to be a multi-party system outside of its two-party system if you become I'm not that, saying there should be
0: a – listen, the founders didn't like political parties to begin with. Correct. So therefore, in my mind's eye, any elected official – we don't need Republicans or Democrats. Any elected official that wants to run, put your hat in the ring – Make your money, whatever, get, garner your money like they do, like they do now, whether it be, well, no super PACs, whatever. You go around, you get your donations, and get elected based on your merit, on the things that you've accomplished. Boy, wouldn't that be a change instead of how much money you can generate? Well, Beto O'Rourke is a perfect example. $92 million, and look at who he turned
1: out to be. I mean okay.
0: seriously.
1: I guess I'm I guess I'm I'm back to trying to figure out why that's a big deal. What? Why why is the money a problem?
0: Are you kidding me?
1: No. What's I'm, the national I'm, debt? I'm being quite serious.
0: What's the national debt?
1: Who gives a damn what the national debt is? Well, oh, oh God. I don't. <laughs> okay, well let me tell you something. And if, on you, care hand, it, you, if care you care about it, if you care, hold.
0: Better in need on, and then the next minute you don't care. So which is it?
1: I don't give a damn about the national debt because the national debt is nothing to this country. And anybody that thinks that the national debt is a problem for this country has no true understanding of how economics works. Number 1. Number 2, the national debt isn't what you hear it made out to be on the news. So there's nothing to worry about. Okay? Secondly, China. okay,
0: so True. we've balanced the budget. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, our, ba- our budget isn't balanced, but the point is is that these mu- okay Well, I- I'm not going to go into an economics lesson tonight because it's too late I'll give you an economics lesson on our next show, but I'll simply put it this way the national debt I don't have is- a
0: problem with the money I have a problem with the fact that they're spending millions of dollars on a freaking political convention that could go okay. a long way towards getting people off the streets, no matter where they
1: live. It could, and you know what? If people, but want... they
0: don't think that's important. It's more important for them to have their law dog conventions that they spend three days running around hoopton with hats and stickers and signs and thinking that they're God. Get the politics. <laughs> well, first of, oh, of, that's of all, that's what's all 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 more all important all to them. them. Well, they're going to find out one day what's really, <laughs> really
4: important. Thought? Well, because we all have a
0: higher authority to answer to.
1: Okay. The Democrats Listen.
4: do not care about First anything. First of
1: all, they let don't me,
4: care
1: about. Hang on, Barbara. Let me let me clear a couple things up. Number one, if people truly wanted to solve the problem of homelessness or veterans on the streets or whatever, then why aren't people out there raising money to make that happen? Okay. Because I do know of some organizations that are most of them are cheats and scams. Um, the uh, what's that one project? It's called the Wounded Warrior Project. Don't ever, don't anybody ever give one dollar to that in a program. Really? They're a sham. There's another program out there that everybody's big on. Don't ever.
2: Okay.
1: Listen, if you want to help veterans organizations, don't give it to these damn little, uh, like the Wounded Warrior Project. Eighty-four yeah. percent of what they bring in goes to overhead costs. Do not give to them.
4: How about tunnels and to towers?
1: That program, that one's championed by Limbaugh, and yeah. less than less than I think it's thir- I think it's thirteen cents of every dollar. So about thirteen percent goes to overhead costs and fundraising. That's a good number. That's actually a great number.
0: That's the one where they buy, pay off mortgages, isn't it, for families of soldiers that have died?
1: That is correct. Yeah. So I am, I'm simply saying this, okay? I I know that if I want to give money to a political candidate, that should be my right, okay? If I want to give it to Beto O'Rourke, I should be able to give it to Beto. Now, if Beto fails, then that's on Beto, okay? I'm not. But,
0: but, but look, at, look at how many different politicians they're finding.
1: I, but are taking foreign money. Then that's look the government. Look at how many
0: of them that they're finding that out about.
1: Listen, that's the government's problem to solve, not mine. Okay. And I know. Okay, and I agree
0: with problem. you there. But this is about isn't this about cleaning up our government?
1: It is, and the government needs to the government needs to go after these people, and as they find it, that's what the FEC was designed for. Okay, the FEC was designed for this specific thing right here
0: I, I hope they're not as worthless as the FCC because they've sure failed us
1: the Fcc. The- You know, again, the FCC, yeah, they've got their own issues. And I'm you know, I'm not any huge fan of theirs either.
0: Well that's what I'm saying. I mean it's just a big huge overhaul that needs to be done and and you know, I realize none of this is gonna happen overnight.
1: It's not. But it's just
0: there is a lot and, and but you have to start somewhere. And I think that Trump is a good start
1: in the in the first and that's what I was getting ready to say at the first of the year you know president trump has or you know at the beginning of his term he's done quite a bit to make a difference and for that you know I'm glad for
0: Did you see that you got your little wish about the SNAP program that they, that he, uh, as of, I think it's 2021, that they're forcing all able-bodied people and to be a part of the work program? Good. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for that. I think that's a wise thing to do because the more people you can get off of that program, the more that people that are in need of it can, you know, can be helped.
1: That's You're how I f- feel about it you're not going to convince me that these people you know the the problem is and always has been unfortunately that if you're not forced to do something you're not going to do it okay? right and these people have chosen not uh not to do what what they've been asked to do, and so as a result they have to um you know, they've got to go and force these people to make choices. Now, does that mean, and, and here's the thing, because the one thing that everybody's missing on this is that these are for individuals without children. Right. They're only right. targeting the people without children. So Not anybody
0: that is um, disabled either. I know that that's not a part of it.
1: No, it's not. If you're disabled, then... <laughs> And they shouldn't go after people that are disabled. Leave them alone. Right. And, and, and because the next thing coming, and, and this is what's going to make my day, this right here is what I'm waiting on. They uh, will be ordering over 2020, 2021, and 2022 a forensic accounting review of every single individual in these here United States that is on Social Security disability. And they are about ready to tighten the guidelines for the little bastards that receive Social Security disability, and it's time to put some of those lazy bastards to work. And I am so glad. I am so glad that that's. Well, I hope that
0: they I hope that they do a better job than they did when my brother went through the system, because he needed a heart transplant and he never got it, and they took him off of his Social Security disability, and a year and a half later he died. Well every so for every person who does the wrong thing, there are gonna be people who are put in jeopardy as a result of it. And I hate to tell
1: you that, but that is the truth. And unfortunately that may very well be true. But it is time that we make some of this stuff go away. And I'm gonna give you some examples. Okay? Obesity. Okay? I'm sorry. But just because you're damn fat don't mean you can't work. I'm a testament to that. Three months ago, well, let's see.
2: Yeah. No. Three, months ago,
1: three months ago, I weighed 358 pounds. Okay? First of all, that was a shock to me because I didn't realize I weighed that much. As of yesterday morning, I weighed 318 pounds. Okay? I shucked for 40 you. pounds in three months. Yeah. Now, I can't take all the credit for it. Part of it's working in a factory. Okay? But I've also made some changes. So it is possible to make those changes. Hey, I know I've done it. When you then. say working
0: in a factory, are you talking about, like, just sex time? I'm sorry? Uh, well, I don't know what you mean by part of it. You can't take the credit that part of it's working in a factory. Are you talking about – what are you talking about, that, that just being overheated or, or what? what?
1: No, being up How moving the, around, being up oh, okay. moving
0: around. Oh, so, okay, so the movement. Okay, all right. I get you. I, I understand now.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay, and so, you know, you have to <laughs> – Amanda says I don't have her cooking either,
2: which is true.
1: I don't all the time now, but um, it also, it, you know, even with even with that, you know, getting up and moving around really helped because I was in a job before I got fired that sedentary, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that I sat in a damn desk all day every day. Yeah, and you, you know, you've got to get up and and move around. So yeah and and that's kind of where where we got to the point. So now that needs to be removed. If you remove that, nearly 3% of all disability claims has to do with obesity. The oh. next one that, the next one that should be removed is alcohol addiction. Okay? You should not receive a disability check because you're addicted to alcohol. And I'm sorry, but you shouldn't, okay? Again, I'm not, you know, I don't want to debate the merits of, you know, alcoholism being a disease. I agree it is a disease, and I agree that it can affect your life. However, why should I, as the taxpayer, be responsible for paying you a disability check because you're a drunk? Go, right. dry, your, go dry your ass out, get to some AA meetings, stand up. My name is so-and-so, and I'm a drunk, and let's start to solve the problem. Okay? Listen, right. the only thing I've ever been addicted to, well, medication-wise, <laughs> to, what? Uh, it was Lunesta. I got to the point where I couldn't sleep without Lunesta. I realized that I was totally dependent upon that crap, and I don't like being dependent. So I quit it. Now, the way I quit it, I could have done a better job <laughs> quitting it. Um, I could have weaned myself off of it, but I chose to quit cold turkey, which was oh yeah, stupid.
0: the weaning would have been better.
1: It was incredibly stupid to quit cold turkey, but I did it.
0: Well, it depends on. See, that's the thing. There's some medications you can just go right off of, and you know, and others you can't. And obviously, that's one of them. <laughs>
1: well, you know, it was it was tough and you know there you know Amanda takes um Ambien but in truth her issue isn't addiction her issue is that she truly cannot sleep okay and even with it her sleep is very choppy so that's why i said earlier if she's asleep we leave her alone yeah um, but
0: Yeah, your body has to have rest.
1: Correct. And so, you know, it's it's a very was that mine or was that Malachi? Case y'all are wondering, I have to hurry up and get my claims filed on my F S. A. before they cut me out of my F S A. Where I got fired. <laughs> and I'm Trying to get all my claims in. Oh, are you
4: talking about um, an appointment? Have you got a lawyer yet?
1: Um, The ACLU appears to be going to pick up my case.
0: Oh, boy. That is just too (laughs) funny.
1: Oh, I know it. Just a Republican
0: going to the ACLU that just
1: cracks me up. <laughs> well I figured that well, you know, the ACLU picked up a case, um, they picked up a case very similar to mine not too long ago. And really? won the case. Yeah, they won it. They got they won it in the lower court. It was appealed up to the appellate court. The appellate court like they got it and within three days are like, Nope, we're not gonna hear this crap and send it back to the lower court. Oh my. Yep. So So I when they to... do that, when they send it back to the lower
0: court, then does the lower court have to rule again or nope. does the rule
1: stand? Rule stands. Gotcha. The only time an appellate court usually hears a case is if there's something that they can rule on to change. And the case was so the case was so strong that they knew it would they knew it would go to the appeals they would, it would go to the Supremes, and the Supremes would remand it back, so they just didn't even hear it and I don't blame them I wouldn't have heard it either, and on my case, my case is almost identical no no adverse reactions, no write-ups, no nothing until they find one week that I'm a Republican. A white Republican at that, and then all hell broke loose. I was removed as an instructor. I was, they were holding this great big investigation over some comments that I did make, but the way they were reported and what I said were two different things. And even though everything we do is recorded, this particular class where this was said wasn't. They lost the recording. Can you imagine that?
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure.
1: Yes, yeah, God, I'm sure. The one thing was not recorded. Wow.
0: Well, and the thing is that that they're famous for twisting words. You know, yeah, I mean, and look and at that's, what, that's, its just like with Adam Schiff. Yeah. Look how he twisted the words of
4: the phone call of
0: of President Trump. That was right. horrific.
4: Oh. Wait, and that's wait, what now. they went after. If if they didn't record it or they can't find it, then that's hearsay.
1: So, that's kind of where they are.
0: Well, it'll, so, be, it'll be his word against theirs. It's what it'll be.
1: So, guys, I have to tell you, Amanda, you know, she moonlights at a coffee shop, which she loves working at this little coffee shop. And they are relatively new, and they've been trying some new things in and out. And Yesterday evening, she spent the evening making scones, blueberry scones, and I may be wrong on this, but cranberry white chocolate scones. I think that's what they were. I'll be right over. And, well, this was her first foray into the scone business.
0: So they didn't, they're not just a coffee shop. They do
1: scones, too. Well, they do various different things. They asked her to couple of weeks ago she went to him with the idea of doing cake pops like the ones you get yeah. at Starbucks. Well, yeah. she, made cake, she made cake pops. Well I think she may be up making the cake pops now since she's awake but if she ain't doing them now she'll be doing them early in the morning. Are you doing cake pops now? Yeah those are great. Those are no. so good. Are you doing cake pops now? I'm
4: doing them, I'm doing them in the morning.
1: Oh, you're going to do them in the morning. Anyway, so her cake pops are; but these are backed by popular demand. There's a parade tomorrow, and I guess they're they're getting them ready for the cheering. But I, I bring all this up to simply say that I am very proud of her. She has really used her culinary experiences to really enrich the coffee shop, and it's just so fun watching her get excited about baking this stuff and it being a success and this, her, this is the first time she ever did scones. So wow. the mayor of the town had the scone this morning, had the cranberry scone, and was duly impressed. So mm-hmm. her scones were gone. She oh, had some God. gone scones.
2: Well,
1: what I told her. That's a good testament up to your cooking, the gone scone.
4: Yep, yep. there you go.
1: And she used fresh, fresh cranberries and fresh uh, blueberries. Oh. I now she'd just send me some damn cookies. I'd be okay. <laughs> oh, right. There's that weight loss
0: thing again. <laughs> All,
1: right. All in moderation, sister. All in moderation. It,
0: besides I know. I know. In fact, it's not, it isn't good to lose weight and do it quickly because that's when you tend to gain it so much of it back. Look at Here, Oprah. I mean, my God, she's lost there? weight and gained it, I don't know, how many times?
1: Yeah, but that's just because. Never mind.
4: Anyway. He's <laughs> a, a public announcement. If anybody Is that what? I said a public announcement. If anybody likes Richard Gere, the young Richard Gere, there's a great movie on Ovation right now called The First Night with Sean Connery. Yeah. Oh, I love
0: that movie. That was an okay movie.
2: But my huh? favorite movie okay. with Richard Gere... That's
0: where Sean Connery gets burned up at the end of it. Remember, they end up well, pushing got, the thing out, out onto the lake.
1: My <laughs> favorite movie with Richard Gere huh. is An Officer and a Gentleman.
0: And a Gentleman, yeah.
1: And I think that has more to do with Deborah Winger than anything. <laughs> but we'll blame it on... will blame Probably. It on. That's funny. What? Oh,
0: just uh, him being or Deborah Winger.
1: Well, she's played some interesting. Well, on Netflix there is a show called The Ranch. It is hilarious with Sam Elliott, and Deborah Winger plays his uh, wife, ex-wife. I I guess she becomes his. So you're supporting Obama. (laughs) Um. Well, you know, I said that same thing. Did you really? <laughs> I did, in fact, do uh-huh. that very same thing. Yeah. However, you know, we've got the Disney app now, and we've got Amazon Prime and Hulu.
0: Hulu, so, mm-hmm.
1: Hulu, and Amazon. And do you and just Disney run that through your TV? Hulu, yeah, we can. Hulu and Disney are paired together, so if you buy the Disney app, you can get Hulu, ESPN for twelve dollars versus six ninety nine for just Disney. So it makes sense to get all three.
2: Yeah.
1: If we could, we've been talking about dropping. You want to keep Amazon Prime because you get shipping in two days when you want something, and so you, you know it's smart to keep that if you order from Amazon. So we've talked about dropping Netflix. I don't just think. I I just think we've not pulled the trigger on it yet. Oh. No. No. Well, it's i got to wait on Boss Lady. Boss Lady has to say, pull the trigger. <laughs> says, pull the trigger. We'll drop it.
0: Yeah, you know what? That's the problem with I Love Stars because I like to watch Outlander and their new season's coming up in February and I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm going to have to make a decision to either get it again or get something new and I just, God, I hate going into another contract. I could just get Stars by itself, which is what I'll probably do.
1: Yeah, get the get the app. I think Stars is part of the HBO group now, right? HBO and Stars are together. I if don't you know. Buy, so if you buy HBO and get the HBO app, HBO Now, you also get Stars and one of the others.
0: And you can just do that online.
1: Yeah. I think. So. As opposed
0: to, as opposed to through your cable company.
1: Yeah, i then have to it. watch it.
0: Are you able to? How do? What I don't understand is I you can also do it through your television.
1: You can also do it through Hulu. Hulu, has, you can buy stars through Hulu too. Um, you can buy. Now, is Hulu, kind of Hulu a gadget?
0: Is Hulu just a a a a, a channel
1: is, or? Hulu is like Netflix. It's just a different company,
0: and it's all internet driven. Yes. Okay, so, but how do you get it onto your TV?
1: What kind of phone do you have?
0: I have an Android.
1: Well, I knew you weren't Apple-efficient. What kind of Android? Uh, Moto Z. Motorola. Yeah. Then you're going to have a slight problem. What I would recommend, do you have a smart TV? Yep. If you have a smart TV, that means it has apps on it. Do you see the apps on there?
0: No, I don't I don't think I've seen any apps. But I haven't, In, I, I mean, I, no, I don't. Then I guess if I you don't,
1: don't. If you don't see any apps, then you don't have a smart <laughs> TV. So what I would recommend you doing, since you don't have a smart TV, go to Walmart and get a thing called Chromecast. Okay. Okay. Called Chrome C H R O M E C A S T.
0: Right, I'm it, familiar with like Chrome, Google. It'll
1: cost. It'll cost about probably around thirty-five dollars. Okay. What you do is you plug it into your TV. It then makes your TV a smart TV. Gotcha. And then you can. So it's like an a,
0: adapter for a smart TV.
1: It can, and then you take you go to your phone and you download Hulu and you tell it you want to bounce it to your TV, and then it sends it to your TV. So you can control it from your phone, but you can watch it on your TV.
0: And it'll just automatically bounce it over there? Yep. Oh, my word. And it's called Chrome what? Chromecast. Chromecast, like Comcast. Okay, I'll remember that. That'll be easy enough to remember. (laughs) And it will also And they're sold at Walmart. How about that? Yep. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> there you go. And I can get the Stars app that way, right?
1: Yes, you can do Stars that way. They you. also offer, now there's another one that they offer that you can get free programming on. It's called Roku. Yeah, I'm familiar with Roku. It, it and that's does, a plug-in on the TV too, isn't it? Is yep, it, not it does. Yeah. It does the same thing as Chromecast, except you can get free TV channels.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I, well, that's certainly something to look into.
1: And believe I have it or not cable.
0: I have cable that I'm paying for now through my cable you, company
1: who's which your gives cable me company?
0: everything except for any movie channels so who's your
1: cable company
0: um it's e t c they're local to this area
1: I got you well I in all, all communications on, corp. in all honesty um with all the free t v channels that are out there now, like um when um in our in our house, we don't have cable. And so there are a bunch of free TV channels, on. because we have a smart TV, and you can open up Crackle. Like Crackle is a recent discovery for me. It is an app. Is that like
0: Sling TV?
1: It's like an app. Well, no. It's just an app that's on your TV. Uh, Roku has it. Roku has it, if you get that one, instead of Chromecast. Roku yeah. also has Hulu and the apps built into it, so you can control it directly from your TV. But um, what it is is you click on it, and it's just it's a free TV channel, and you can go on there and type in certain TV shows, and you can watch them on demand on this TV channel. It's pretty neat. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no there's no charge to it, and we found I found all kinds of old TV shows that I used to watch on here. The only thing is, is that during the show you got to watch a commercial or two. But hell, you got to do that when you watch cable. So,
0: yeah, that's no so. different. So you do? Do you
1: have Fox? As in Fox News? Yeah. I get Fox. I watch Fox on my phone.
0: Oh, okay. So when
1: I when I want to watch a program, I watch it on there. Um, I don't. Uh, but yes, I can watch it. Plus, I can listen to it on Sirius XM. I have SiriusXM, XM, so I can listen to the Fox News channel
0: 24-7. I see.
1: Because SiriusXM streamcast, it streams Fox News, CNN, PMS, NBC. Um, the Patriot channel is probably one of my favorites as far as political stuff on Sirius. Um, because I, get, I can get Sean and Mark and all those on that channel. And then El Rushbo I get on iHeartRadio so I can catch him on iHeartRadio. And all these are free. SiriusXM isn't free, but iHeartRadio is free, and you can catch Sean and all them on iHeart, so you don't need to pay for that service. As far as the TV channels, if, you know, depending on what you watch a lot of, most of that stuff you can find free without having to pay for it.
0: Well, I watch Fox News a great deal, but then I, you know, I watch, like the Hallmark channel, you can get that separate from everything. You know, there's there's they have a an app
1: I guess now too. All oh, the Hallmark um, the Hallmark channel's actually live streamed on Sirius too during Christmas. From November all the way through January. They live stream. You can catch all the movies on the <laughs> On Sirius. On Sirius XM, yeah.
0: It's just a matter for me of learning how to use it, as opposed to having, you know, the old cable deal with a guide and the remote Well, how much do
1: you thing. how much do you pay for cable if you don't mind answering that question?
0: I don't mind answering it. Um,
1: well, I pay I bundle that with my
0: internet, yep. my Wi-Fi, and I pay about $125 a month. Okay,
1: how much would your internet be without it?
0: Uh, 35 roughly.
1: Okay. So you could buy, you could buy the things that you watch the most of, and be involved with the free stuff and cut your bill by two thirds. Cause stars cost five dollars a month on the app, if I recall correctly. And oh, that may have been a
0: promotion. I think it's a little bit more than that,
1: but I'm not no, sure. No, I mean the app. You pay five dollars a month for the app. I think on if it's tied in with. HBO, which I think it is. Um, I know we had the HBO app for a while, but I don't remember. But you're saying
0: all these, like, stars and all that, you can bounce to your TV? Yes. Because I want to be able to watch it on my television set. That's the key for me. I don't want to watch this stuff on my phone. I mean, I have a laptop, but I I mean, I don't even want to do that. I did that with the stars app last year and sat in front of my stupid laptop, and I just I can't wrap you can, my mind around
1: that. You bounce, it, you bounce it to the TV. So if you get that Chromecast, what yeah. you would do is when you open the app, there will be a little TV in the top corner. You click on that little TV and tell it to send it to Chromecast, and it starts on your TV.
0: So that's on your phone? Yes. That is really something. So yep. you downla- download their app to your phone, and you and you have a little gadget that you plug in and then it works.
1: Yep, and then you hit the button that says you want to uh, oh, cast it to the TV, and you hit it and it'll start playing on your TV, and then you can go back to using your phone regular. You don't have to leave the app open or anything.
0: And it plays on your TV while you're and you're and you don't have to leave the app open.
1: Correct. Like for SiriusXM, Amanda listens to it, and what she'll do is she'll open it up on her phone. She bounces it to the TV and then she's off doing whatever, closes it out, doesn't have to stay open, and continues to play on the TV.
0: Oh my. Well that's that was easy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how it would work if you had cable too.
1: I mean, I mean same, it's just bro. it
0: just plugs in a USB port, right?
1: Yes. And if you had cable you would just move the T V over to the USB port channel and bounce it to the T V. But to be honest, I mean I'm being I'm being really serious. Even if you with Fox News for example, I know you like Fox News, you can you can a la carte Fox News even through the sling. If you got Sling.
0: Well they have their new Fox Nation too, which is kinda of cool. So I mean I could
1: probably give up Tucker and Hannity
0: to watch some of the other stuff that's on Fox.
1: But you can catch you can catch Hannity on the news and or on the radio and most of what he talks about on the radio you're gonna hear on T V.
0: Right, same stuff. Yeah.
1: And Tucker Carlson is getting ready to go to Fox News Radio and Fox News Radio is getting ready to be free. Right now it's through Cirrus, but they're getting ready to make it to where it's on its own channel.
0: Oh really? Uh, They're going to have uh, a regular uh, channel on on the radio?
1: On iHeartRadio, yes.
4: <laughs> oh, oh Tucker's
0: interesting.
1: To,
4: Tucker's leaving your show?
1: No, Tucker's Tucker's still going to be doing his show, but he does a radio program too. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, he's been doing his radio thing um, for quite a while now. Um, I guess probably the most that I'll miss on um, on Fox will be Levin. <laughs> I really enjoy watching Mark. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but you can catch his TV program if you'll wait a day. It it doesn't come out on the day he does; it's the next day. But I think that it play. You can catch most of it on uh, Levin TV.
0: Isn't that Blaze TV?
1: No, it's not Blaze TV. I know he's on the Blaze, but the sooner the sooner that idiot goes off the air, the better off we'll be. Glenn Beck's a moron.
0: You don't what? like Beck,
1: huh? I did. I, I used to. Now I don't care so much for Beck. Well,
0: you know, you know something. I'll tell you what. I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of empathize with the guy, and I'll tell you why. Because I know that he went through some serious, serious health stuff.
1: Well, he's still going through it, but I still, I yeah.
0: Don't,
1: I don't. And uh, I
0: really think it's it's taking a
1: toll on him. I don't think he's has. looking nearly you, as much. You mean that problem he had with his anus? Well, I mean, Blaze Blaze TV is about to go under, so it's it's almost done. Um, and you know, well, part of it has to do with him and how he's chosen to do his his format of his show. You know, before he was he was great, even on TV. His, his biggest mistake, as funny as this may sound, was leaving CNN. Him and Lou Dobbs both had. Great followings on CNN, and you know Fox, you know Fox stole them away. But neither one of them have had the audience that they had with CNN. Even though a lot of the audience yeah, followed. but you know
0: what though, I tell you something. I got to give Glenn props for laying out his little
1: chalkboard about this whole deal that went down with CNN,
0: with Ukraine.
1: Oh. Well did you
0: did you not see that video? No. Where he talks you know that chick, that lit Chalupa or whatever her name is? <laughs> I think that's her last name. But, you know, they they've been talking about that in the hearings and stuff and how they want to call her as a witness, and I know the Republicans brought her up in their test some of their testimony. Um you know, that she was involved with the whole uh, Yovanovitch deal and and whatnot and and she was she was instrumental in taking down um oh Manafort and tied in with soros and but i mean he put together a whole thing about how that thing went to, you know how that whole thing managed to be put together and i mean it i soros isn 't it and george or uh Obama, of course. Obama was in his administration at the time, so. But yeah, he. I mean, he laid that. Did you not see that video? No. Okay. To avoid Okay, so is he? What are you trying to say? Was was that peddling a conspiracy theory, or um, was this stuff factual? Because. Uh, for the life of me I don't understand how it's coming to fruition when they talk no, about I think,
1: I think I think what he what what you were saying, most of what he you've said I've already known that it you know, it is factual. But I'm just not a huge fan of Glenn Beck's. So I'm not saying he's wrong. Okay. But but Glenn Or Beck that he is, doesn't
0: have his stuff together.
1: <laughs> Glenn Beck's is a big conspiracy big conspiracy guy. He always had well, it.
0: there's one bigger, and it's called Alex Jones.
1: <laughs> well, Alex Jones. I read an
0: article about him, by the way, from an ex-employee of his uh, yesterday, and it was unreal the stuff that he was telling about that guy.
1: Why are you
3: shocked?
0: <clears throat> oh, he was saying that the, that uh, working with him was horrible. I mean, it was. Uh, he he. Um, as a matter of fact, when he wound up when he wound up leaving his employment, he didn't even show up and he didn't call and let him know or anything. He just left and went to a different job. And he said and he claimed that Alex Jones called him and a couple couple times. And when he finally did talk to him, he that Alex Jones admitted to him he didn't want to he didn't like doing what he was doing anymore. So a lot of what he was doing was just sensationalizing, you know... Well,
1: InfoWars Info Wars has been clickbait for a long time.
3: Right,
0: and, right. And, you
1: know, that's Alex Jones' group. But, you know, there are...
0: Well, he. The, let me tell you, you know, he was involved in uh trilateral, uh, well, more so the Bilderberg group. That's when I found out about him. Well, Alex Jones... Uh, and I saw this out in front of Chicago, Virginia when they were all ushering their cars in. He was on video. I saw that years ago.
1: Alex Jones um, did... Listen, Alex Jones did have some good stuff early on, but like a lot of people, he found that clickbait makes money. Okay. And it,
0: yeah, and he ruined it.
1: And so if you look at World News Daily, um, WND, that's garbage. Yeah. Um, InfoWars, garbage. The one, a lot of people wrongly think this is part of, uh, oh, who's the colonel? The, the used to be, last uh, West name West.
0: Alan West.
1: Okay, there's a website out there that has his name on it. That's not him. It's garbage. Really? Um, Net News Daily, Garbage. Um,
0: what about the Daily Mail? What do you think of Ben Shapiro? Garbage, garbage. Really?
1: Yep, it's garbage. Garbage. It's not even in the United States.
0: Who Ben Shapiro? I thought he was out of California. Uh,
1: Daily News has run out of Great Britain.
0: No, no, Daily Mail.
1: Oh, Daily That's Mail. That's Ben
0: Shapiro's website. Yeah.
1: Yes, but he's clickbait too. Yeah, you know, you're getting a lot of these are all clickbait. Even Matt. DeRose. Well,
0: but Ben Shapiro is in it. Uh, he's a young person, Jewish boy, Jewish young he man, is. young married from California, and he started going to places like Berkeley and different universities and giving talks. That's
2: yes, what I got know. him
0: kind of into the mainstream. And he he's well, very similar to he's he's the the, the Israel side of or the religious side, if you will, of Crowder. They kind of do the same thing. The C- M and Steven Crowder,
1: if you know. Well, that. I won't even go into Crowder. Brookie listens to Crowder.
0: <laughs> yeah, but wait a and, minute. He was for Blaze TV.
1: And and I'm not even going to. I've listened to, uh, I, I sat with Brooke one night, and we watched a bunch of his.
0: <laughs> the Steven Crowder yeah. stuff?
1: Yeah. And and I'm just going to tell you, I mean, she likes him, and, and he's Okay but he's another one of those that can be a bit of a conspiracy theorist at times. And you just have Well, to
0: I remember it. last year when the, when Alexa came out, did you see that video of him him and his buddy testing Alexa?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. I, I here's 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 something and then we're going to go cuz we've been on here a long time. Um one of the one of the things that people need to remember about the program, about these people, are number one, you know, if, okay, the conspiracy theorists, for example. One of the biggest conspiracy theories in the United States has to deal with Area 51. Okay? And I've heard everything under the sun about Area 51. Well, I've been to Area 51. Okay? There were certain areas I wasn't allowed to go, and I had eyes-only clearance. But um, I've been there. And until you see it, part of it, you kind of are like, okay, what am I expecting? What am I going to see? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, A lot of the conspiracy theorists are wrong. Some, I will tell you, there are a couple out there that are so close it ain't even funny. But most of them are wrong. The conspiracy theorists inside the government that talk about things inside the government, the reason they talk about it, conspiracies come out of the fear of the unknown, okay, or what you think you knew. I'm going to give you an example. And even, Joe, you're guilty of this one. I heard so many people talk about how an explosion happened on the North Tower during 9-11 and how this explosion didn't match up with something some damn scientist said. Okay. Well, was that scientist there? They were looking at a camera angle or angles, and they're trying to make a judgment based on what they thought they saw. Okay. But you have a bomb moving towards a building at a couple of hundred miles an hour. It doesn't look like it when the plane's coming in, but it is moving very quickly. And it pops into this building, and an explosion of jet fuel. Okay, jet fuel is very different than gasoline. And this explosion happens. Well, I heard that it looked like that uh, explosions were planted inside the building to make the building fall. Okay, I've heard... I've heard any number of things. I've heard about the... I've heard people say that Flight 93 didn't go down in the Pennsylvania field and that a bomb made that hole to make it seem like... And, you know, I've heard everything. But the interesting thing is is that I hear this from people that, A, weren't there, B, weren't directly involved in anything that happened on 9-11, 12, 13, 14, or 15... Surrounding those things. And so they want to go play on people's fears that, oh, hey, the government took down these two buildings. Well, why in the hell would the government take down these two buildings? Okay? There weren't any government entities in this building that they claim they took it down. And what does the government have to gain by taking down two buildings on the most expensive piece of real estate in New York City? They don't. The government wanted to do something, there are many other places to do it where they would actually have a strategic advantage by doing it. Okay. So you have that conspiracy theory and then there's there's others like the the shadow government. Okay. I hear about the shadow government. Not the deep state, because the deep state exists, but the shadow government. Now I have heard some people using them interchangeably recently, but they're two very different things. Okay, I've also heard that the Masons control all of the government. Okay, I am a Mason, and I've been a part of the Masons for almost, I'm i am in my 40s, I've been a part of the Mason for 22 years. Okay? Not one. Have I ever had a discussion with any other Mason? Okay, now granted, I haven't been to a Mason meeting in probably eight years, but I've not had one discussion with any of them about our plans to rule the world. Okay? Matter of fact, most Masons do nothing but try to help people, including the most powerful ones. And Trump is, in fact, a Mason, by the way. Um... Yes, I know. A lot of people are shocked by that. He's
0: also related to royalty, so that doesn't
1: surprise me a whole lot. But the point, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that there are plenty of things that are trying to destroy our government, and plenty of things our government is trying to do to us. But no, Obama did not put hundreds of thousands of coffins throughout the United States. It didn't happen.
0: Yeah, and I remember those. I remember...
1: You what? Um, one of the rumors that I heard was that the FEMA, through the order of the president, placed body bags and coffins throughout the United States in preparation for a civil war. Oh, okay. okay, didn't happen. I yeah, in
0: those Walmart
1: lots. Oh, I've heard all kinds of crap.
0: Remember seeing, they would drive a car through there. That was an Alex Jones deal, too, in for wars.
1: Well, Alex Jones is an idiot. Yeah, I okay. think. He's a bonehead. But there are other boneheads out there, too. Um, Michael Savage is a moron. Okay. Um, Used to love Michael Savage to death, but he's become an idiot.
0: Um, well, we've had discussions, further discussions about things um, and in times that, past. And
1: there there are is some problems. nefarious
0: stuff that's gone on, and you and I both know it.
1: There are power brokers out there. There are power brokers that try to control the strings of various forms of government. That's just the way it is. It's is. The it's, it's,
0: they're, not, they're not controlling the government. It's all about controlling the money that the government brings in. It's well, not. I'm telling let you, me, it let is me, not.
1: Let me, let, me, let me put it this way, and then we are going to get out of here. But let me put it this way. Yes, they can control some money. But money only has value if the government gives it value, okay? And that's economics 101. That If if everybody can learn that lesson right there, it solves so many other problems when you deal with economics, okay? Money only has value if the government says it has value, whether it's the Chinese yen, whether it's the American dollar, whether it's the ruble, whether it's the, oh, whatever the stupid thing is they use in the EU now, Um uh, lira. Whatever the case, it only the pound. Whatever the pound is. Breaking. I think it's the lira. They it only they, has value if the government gives it value. If the government doesn't give it value, there is no intrinsic value to it. The only thing that retains value are precious metals: gold, gold, yep. silver, iron. Yeah, any of those things that that maintain value. Does anybody know who the number one country in the world is for those type of metals? Anybody know? United States. There is an asteroid. Okay? And this is going to be a big shock to a lot of people. There's an asteroid that is basically gold. That is worth more than all of the gold that we have on planet Earth. Yes, who's about to have control of said asteroid? Yep, you guessed it. The U.S. of A.
0: I was going to say, please don't say George (laughs) Soros.
1: Nope, it will be the U.S. of A. They are in the process of, well, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes with NASA, thanks to Trump. Yay, NASA. But one of those things is they're about ready to grab that damn asteroid, and we're about ready to have more
0: where is it now
1: it is
4: somewhere I Newark, New North. North. I'm sorry Newark New Jersey
1: <laughs> no it's uh this side of Jupiter barreling this way we'll put a Trump timer <laughs> on it tomorrow gonna have okay, a Trump tower so, built on that baby so
0: it's the whole space routine okay Star Wars, here we come.
1: Star Wars, we've already been here. The United States controls this space. People don't understand, but while everybody was laughing at SDI with Reagan, Reagan was laughing right back at y'all saying, ha-ha, I got this. Do you think Bush just unmothballed that program because, oh, hey, we didn't have anything accomplished with it? No, he didn't. That program was been ongoing the whole time. He just decided to talk about it to send a... Uh, message to a couple of enemies that decided they want to get a little big for their britches. Even Trump has mentioned it. And Trump has said, hey, we're going we're gonna to do this, 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 and this. Well, anybody think about when Trump says something, he says it so over the top that people think he can't well, possibly you you, you
0: Well, you know you're talking about the the extra the, the additional military.
1: Yes. And if you think the United States isn't already on the move, they are. And I got news for everybody else. Mark it down in your book. But um, there's going to be a surprise announcement coming up in about meh, a year that the United States is back on the moon and in control of said moon. So mark it down.
0: Control the moon.
1: Oh yeah, the United States ain't playing. There, there will be an outpost on the moon because that's what China's trying to do. The United States has been ahead of China. Don't don't listen. Don't everybody don't moon, baby. Don't anybody think that the United States isn't on the move to protect its interest and to protect free nations of the world because they are. And if you think that we're just sitting around saying, "Hey China, go ahead and head to the moon, buddy." No, they ain't. Well, you know, really so they're going to the maneuver. maneuver. They're going
0: to do their little moon walks and stuff up on the moon and have a have a playstation up there and all that good fun stuff.
1: Shit, they're gonna put a military base up there. Oh my god.
3: That's what the space no? command is for, baby.
1: That's exactly right. That's
3: that's
1: that's why they created listen, when that department was created, it wasn't created with nothing behind it. That's why Congress went along with this and why Congress hadn't said much because Congress already knows what's going on. Or at least the the gang of eight know what's going on. Don't,
0: okay, don't okay. I'll
1: tell you there are three presidents to thank for what's about to happen. President Reagan, President W, and President T.
3: When we have Starfleet, we will ha- we'll have store fleet, people we'll have a Trump tower on the moon or that asteroid ha,
0: I can't tell, Yeah, that's where they're gonna sleep at the night, right? <laughs> and then and it'll be like then, it'll be like George Jetson. Here's daughter
4: Judy. <laughs> and
0: then and
4: then and then <coughs> then, ahead, there'll be, then then they'll be Captain Archer, and, <laughs> and
1: the Oh, good lord! <laughs> I knew Barbara was gonna make a reference to that. Well, you know how Barbara's feeling better it's going to be putting you, you know, know the, how Barbara's uh, feeling better from her hospital well, wait,
0: but I have a question what are the Chinese expecting to try, try we have to have this power first and we're going to go out and rule moon and this that and the other what's the point in all of that what were they trying to accomplish the aliens, no.
3: the aliens. get to that technology first
1: you you yeah. control. Listen, that there's so much stuff. At the That there is so much stuff going on right now that that even from the Bush years that I wish that some people would talk about, but they won't.
0: And you can't.
1: And I can't. I wanna.
4: I wanna get to the bottom as to why they killed Drip. Killed who? Drip.
3: Really? Actually, in about
4: 150 years. Who did? Why they killed who? Griff, he's a character War, on the end, Don't
3: worry, don't
1: worry about, don't worry about Barbara. The pneumonia is delusional. Oh. no, Barbara. Listen, when Barbara started worrying about uh, Archer's <laughs> protons, we knew she was back to normal.
2: <laughs> Come on,
1: baby, fire that phaser at me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you you feel better. Think she said, away. "Put it to stun, baby. Stun me."
0: <laughs> hey, hey, I have a question, and nobody's brought this guy up. Okay, so I'm going to. So, let me just say this: if I say the name Epstein, would yep. that include? Would I also need to include other names like Clinton's and the and the royal? uh House of Windsor and the White House no well
4: Donald
0: Trump
1: has nothing to do i I would with not conspiracy. I wouldn't bring up the White House because Trump had nothing to hide on that um I would bring up
0: you don't think Clinton. Trump ever went to Epstein's island
1: oh no. i don't I I don't think he went to the island. I know he hobnobbed with Epstein a bit, but <laughs> Epstein was a known billionaire, and so I mean that's That makes sense that billionaires would hobnob with billionaires.
0: Well, I know that the Clintons were there numerous times.
1: But well, Clinton was there. Hillary wasn't. Hillary's Yes, Hillary was. Hillary's a legendary.
0: Yes, Yes, Hillary was.
1: (laughs) But Clinton Clinton is the one to worry about. But do I listen, Epstein was murdered. Everybody knows Epstein was murdered. Um just nobody's going to talk about it because odds are Epstein was going to start naming names.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and that's my whole point. God, Why can't well, they protect it. people that are going to turn over powerful people? Why
4: can't they do that?
1: What, protect them against Illinois? The are you people? kidding
0: me? Protect them against powerful but you, people that could have put the hurt on them.
1: Do you understand, though, that the United States would have no jurisdiction over that island. So whatever happened on that island, there's no, the U.S. doesn't have a jurisdiction over that. It's in international waters. So it doesn't matter what happened yeah, on Pedophile Isle.
0: Well, it sure as hell does. Because why would we want anybody or their offspring to be involved in our
1: federal government? Listen, I, I don't... I do not dispute that what happened on Pedophile Isle was sick, okay? But the United States government has no authority over Pedophile Isle, okay? They don't, and if- You know what?
0: How can we go around talking about how we've got character and integrity and all this other crap, and yet we've got people trying to hide big names that could be turned over, that were probably involved in our government, that hung out with this yin yang.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Have you, did they commit a crime in the United States?
0: It's not about the crime, it's, it's, a legitimate, it's, not, it's, it's about a, the character
1: and integrity listen, of our country and our government. Listen, hang on. Just hear me out. Was a law broken in the United States?
2: It's
0: not about
1: a law or broken laws or a crime. Let, let me just just answer the question. Was the law broken in the United States?
0: Well, you already said it wasn't part of the United States. The island wasn't. But he also right. had a
1: home in the States. He did, but did the crimes happen in his home? Now, there have been people Who that say yes. Well, there have been people that say yes. Now, for that, he can be charged with. So even though they are reprobates, as far as how we personally feel about what may or may not have happened on that island, okay? Because other than some people coming out and saying something, there's really no proof. There's a he said, she said, okay? Again, I'm not, I'm not condoning any behavior. I'm simply saying that when we get into a conversation of he said, she said, or he said, he said, or she said, she said, whatever the case may be, we have to have tangible proof. Okay? Does that mean Epstein was an upstanding citizen? No. Does that mean the people that hung around with him all knew what he was doing behind closed doors? Not necessarily. Clinton did, because he was part of it, allegedly. But the point is, is that how can we... We're sitting here saying that we should let rule of law work, but that we want to pass judgment when rule of law can't or won't work. And we can't do that. (coughs) Okay? We we just can't, and, and I'm not – listen, Epstein was a snake. He was guilty of the crimes in Florida. He's guilty of the crimes in New York and for those he should pay for, okay? But should every person that was around him be tarred with it?
0: If they were involved in it, yes.
1: Okay. They should have gone down. He shouldn't have died. They should
0: have protected him, yes
1: because you went to his island does that mean that Prince Andrew Oh come on oh come on listen because you go visit his house does that mean you're guilty of a crime If I go if I go to OJ's house in Florida and I'm like hey OJ how you doing Am I guilty of a crime Whoever killed him whoever killed that scene enabled it to continue whether it
0: be child trafficking whether it be pedophile behavior, whatever, he enabled that these persons, whoever was responsible for Epstein's death, Well, let me ask you a question. enabled okay. the trafficking to continue,
1: and our children you, are at risk. Let me ask you a question. Okay. From these freaking monsters, and they don't
0: care. Well, sorry, don't I'm sorry, but it pisses not, me off, because I got two little grandsons, and I got to watch like a hawk. Because people think it's perfectly fine to do this shit and get away with it.
1: Well, first of all... Sorry, I'm ser- I'm seriously pissed about this. You're not looking at the bigger picture. Again, you have blinders on. What bigger picture? Your you're looking what at... What bigger looking, picture
0: is there than your children
1: and, and, at, and their safety? You're looking at your neighborhood, okay? And so we need to forget about Jill's neighborhood for a minute. And let's look at the bigger picture, Okay. So let's forget about Jill's neighborhood, let's forget about my neighborhood, let's forget about everybody's neighborhood, and let's look at the bigger picture. Okay. We know, the government knows, that there are sex traffickers running through Epstein. Okay? They know this. Okay? So if you go and you take Epstein... Yeah, they're probably involved in it, in too, some of them. Can I finish my point? So sure. you go and you bust, you bust these low-level people. Okay. You bus these low-level people, you maybe stop four or five young girls and four or five young boys from being trafficked. Okay, but yet the network itself stays in play. Are you doing a greater disservice by stopping four or five and allowing hundreds more to be trafficked, or do you say, okay, we we need to, and listen, I'm going to tell you, odds are, They've got people undercover in these networks. Odds are, they know at least mid-level to low-upper level who's doing this stuff. But the only way to stop this shit is to cut the snake off at the head. And Epstein's not going to give up the head. Okay? He's not. And while human trafficking, sex trafficking is despicable... And it is despicable. And anybody caught doing it ought to have their balls cut off, shoved down their throat right as they're being hung. Okay? There should be like the cattle rustlers. You catch somebody diddling a kid, you hang their ass right there. And I believe that with everything in me. Okay? However, I think that if you're going to stop this child trafficking, you've got to stop it at the head. If you'll notice, any sex ring that's been taken down recently... They take the whole damn ring down. It's everybody. They get everybody involved in the ring. They don't just get part of them. They get the whole thing. Because if you Yeah, know, I remember when there was like 26
0: of them down in Florida that were busted.
1: Well, my, uh, my ex-wife works as a child protective officer down there. And occasionally she will share with myself or Amanda different cases. And one of the things that she shared with us at one point was that she had gotten a bunch of the kids from a huge sex ring bust, okay? And even she has said that they have to catch them all, because if they don't, it continues. And so I say to you guys, if you look at Epstein, Epstein's just a cog in the wheel, okay? Who's controlling this sex trafficking ring? Odds are it's not in the United States who's controlling it. Odds are it's outside of the United States, most likely Middle Eastern. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And so you've got to follow the truth out a long if, time. If you start busting the locals, okay, you're not going to get to the big part of it. The 100 women that were sold as Chinese brides from the Middle East, remember that was in the story this week? That yeah. most likely, I guarantee, is part of this and I guarantee the reason that this is being allowed to continue is because they're trying to gather everybody. In the past two years since Epstein came to light, they've taken out 17 different child sex trafficking groups all over the world. All of them have been traced back in some way or form to the Middle East. Huh. Okay? And they all think they're all combined. But the largest purveyor is in the United States. What they're doing is they're grabbing these kids, and they're getting them out of here, okay? So, listen, while it's sick, it's revolting. Yes, there are certain things you have to do to take care of your kids, okay? You need to teach your teenage daughters that if there's an ad on Craigslist for modeling gigs or this or that, they don't need to go because odds are it's a sex trafficking ring. Okay, there are so many other things. You don't want to go alone into certain areas of town. There are just so many. Use the buddy system. There's so many things that you, you need to do, and, yes, it's sad that we have to do it's that. Not it's not just girls. It's not, but the, the point is, is that while you're complaining about having to watch your grandkids like a hawk, you should always watch your grandkids. Okay. Okay. But My grandchildren are not going to be far out of my sight. My children, okay, my girls, are not going to be far out of my sight. Why? Because somebody ever grabs them, and I'm going to tell you what, I will go on a hunt and I will kill every son of a bitch that ever... I know, I know. I I
0: understand that feeling. Oh, no, you
1: don't don't understand. People do not want to get me on the warpath because I will hunt you down, I will skin your ass alive, and I will cut you into little bitty pieces and mail you back to your family and say who's next. (laughs) I don't tolerate that stuff. It is sickening, and if anybody, and I go on the record of any of my daughters are ever touched by anybody, that son of a bitch will never make it to a courtroom to even worry about a jury letting him off, because I will cut his dick off, shove it down his throat, then I'll slice his fucking throat off and mail him back to his parents. And say this is your sorry bastard of a kid. Now you can bury his head, and that's just the way it is. Because people like that are sick. And here's here's my thing in all this. Let the government do their job. Okay, Bob Barr is on top of this. Let him do okay. his job. He is trying to bring these people down. They're trying to bring these drug traffickers down. They're trying to bring down the opioid companies that are being a parlay. Like, because all of this stuff's intertwined. Okay, the goal is to get the United States an addicted country. Okay?
0: Why? For what purpose? To make us all their slaves?
1: Because then they can take us over.
0: Yep. Thank you.
1: Okay, but there's, there's more of us alive that aren't that way than there are that are. Having said that, listen up. You've got to stand for something. You'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them. We wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. You know what? Thank the families of good American kids that aren't high on dope and they're actually trying to make it in the world because it sounds to me like yeah. they're few and far between. I am the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody.
4: Good night.
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office.